listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. To do too good and take it mad. I say I feel away cause I'm taking all your city like I'm Carmen San Diego. I'm smoking, I'm on fire, I am blazing, don't get hurt. To my wife, this is a concert, to my black nurse, this is church. From the NYU dorm to the Emory, everyone hated me. I'm more hip hop than your ever be. I'm bussing, 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 I'm bussing on these niggas, man. And nothing, 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 and nothing is the same again. You looking dumb as hell, man, but ever sleeping on them. Your girl is not around. She busy sleeping on him. Will he fail? Now that's the wrong conversation. Terry Gross on the mic. I'm the talk of the nation. Hey. What do, bitch? Why these other rappers do shit, stupid? Why they be sleeping on me on that new shit? Why they be sleeping on me on that new shit? Kicking it with the sha-na-na-na, the t-shirt, and the trouser. How's the family ties? I'm left with the gift. Open up. Surprise! Big Mac, filet of fish, quarter pound of french fries, ice coke, milkshake, flundays, and apple pies. And a cup? Nah, that's enough of that. I'm like an Indian giver. Hey, yo, yo, give me that back. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtest Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Sunday morning. Yes, we are. Before football. Ready to do the Lord's work. Oh, we is? In the church of the black guy who tips. Oh, well, I already got my, my vitamin C, got my orange juice and my sweet tea, orange juice and vodka. Oh, yes. And I have my uh, cracking and Coke. So let's get it cracking yes, uh, today. Yes, let's get it cracking, sir. You bought the big bottle this time. Hey. Mm-hmm. Like a true alcoholic. Um, Today's <laughs> today's podcast is uh, very special because uh, it's the day before Martin Luther King Day. And... uh. Everybody knows how I feel about Martin Luther King the same way that everybody does. That he was a uh, philandering no good who uh caused a lot of trouble and uh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh he was. You didn't know, you didn't know. And Martin Luther King represents everything that everybody states because he's dead. So regardless <laughs> right. of what you say, Martin Luther King would agree with you, regardless if it was sexist, if it was racist, if it was against everything he ever stood for and marched for. He still represented you. That's yeah. one beautiful thing about Martin Luther King. He's at once uh, pro-gun, anti-gun, 
pro-union anti-union oh yeah uh, all pro, at the same time right yeah he's uh, all these things mm-hmm. to everyone yeah he represents the NAACP and the NRA right and Peter <laughs> and the KKK he represents everybody that's right he uh, wanted us to hold hand you know you know black children and white children hold hands saying free at last he would have gone on Fox yeah. News and MSNBC in the same day Oh, he would have. With the, well, yeah, yeah. They they had him flying everywhere. Man, if he was alive today, I, his popularity would be off the chain. He would be rich. Mm, that's true. That's true. Him and Uncle Ruckus would be best friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He'd be and he'd be a Black Panther. All all at the same at time. same time. Yes. So, uh, of course, he'd support our podcast. Of it's, course. He's like uh, the spirit of uh, Gandalf. He's he's everywhere. Um, everywhere. Yeah, so this is the Black Galtes podcast. Uh, happy day before MLK Day, and uh, we'll be celebrating that shortly. Um, and you can find this show a bunch of ways, the easiest of which go to theblackgaltes.com. Look us up there. Look at all the information. We have blog posts. We post the shows there. We have polls you can vote in. You can donate to the show one time, recurring donations, however you feel uh, you'd like to contribute, if, if at all. You can donate your account there. Like our Facebook page, just a bunch of stuff. You can do there. Um, you can listen to this show by going to iTunes, Podomatic, or Stitcher Radio. Um, very easy to do. Watch us live on Spreecast. If you hit the, I think it's the follow or subscribe button mm-hmm. or something on Spreecast, you'll get an email before we do a show. So it'll give you like a day uh, advance notice and then like... It'll also give you like an hour advance notice to get your ass in the chat room. Yes, it will. And, um, you know, looking in the chat room, man, we have a lot of people, uh, that, you know, fuck with the show that y'all can, uh, check out. Mike Bree loves here. Leonard Brothers is here. Uh, Professor LCH is here. B. Cole is here. I mean, come be a part of this, man. Um, when Chill learns how to, uh, get on Spreecast. Yeah. When Chill learns how to get on Spreecast. Uh, yeah, well, it's day. no, it's no pressure. No pressure, Chill. We, we, we know you kind of one thing at a time. So once yeah. you master Twitter, come on over to Spreecast. Yeah. I actually put her Twitters on, uh, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter to tell people like, hey, she's on here. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So her follow, follow account her. is going to jump. Yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and follow her. She, she is worth it. Um, also, um, you can find all the contact information at the blackouttips.com slash about section. Um, don't forget to donate your account and your races. The official weapon of the show <laughs> is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, <laughs> sir. It's like a jungle aside. <laughs> <laughs> and today's podcast is double sponsored. My favorite kind. And I know getting, it's so, sir. Getting double paid. Double paid attrition. This this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions comedy feature film Found Betty. Starting tomorrow, Martin Luther King Day, Monday, you'll be able to instantly download the entire feature length movie with just half the cost. So for just 10 bucks, you can immediately download the movie and start watching it. So if you don't like to screw around with waiting for DVDs in the mail, watch the movie right away at hey. a cheaper price. Hey, Dex, you getting a little sexy on us over there. Mm-hmm. Time about screwing around. Yeah, I see you trying to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Or get the double DVD set with all the bonus features like two audio commentaries, deleted scenes, and an hour of cast and crew interviews. You can find it all at shadowdollproductions.com slash fb.html. The link will be on the site after the show. And if you want to watch the trailer first, you can check it out on YouTube. I believe that's already on the site, but I will post it again today. So, yeah, man, go support Dexter, man, because... 
that dude comes through for us man supporting yes, the show and uh you know if, if, if you haven't found a way to contribute to the show maybe you want to get something out of it you mm-hmm. know physically you can order a dvd you can get an audio play yeah. something like that yeah in case we too racist for you to support our stuff this is one way to support us right maybe we hate women too much and you go but we i don't want to give them my money directly but i would like to support them tangentially and yes. this is a way to do it uh so do that shit man and if not, then that means you are the ones who really hate black women. Because if I don't get ah. this money, I'm gonna beat Karen. So y'all better do something. Oh, this is an abusive relationship, yeah. Because if we don't <laughs> get that money, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> no, I knocked them glasses off where you can't see me. <laughs> well, now no one's gonna donate, Karen. No one's gonna donate. Um, <clears throat> all right. We also have another sponsor that is uh, quite sexy. Uh, let me see if I can find some sexy music for this one. Hey. Also on Black Women's Absolute Shit. I'm trying to tell on you. On my Spotify list. Man, before the year over, we got to sit down and do that. I would love to. We will. We will. Fellas and females, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? I am. I am, sir. Well, you can be your own Spice Girls and guys. By surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie. Shit, surprise yourself. Order it for you and act surprised as hell when you open up that box. Yeah. <gasps> this is from me to me? Aw, oh, shit now. That's some real love. I shouldn't have. No, I shouldn't have. And I saved money too? But I'm yes. glad I did. I am so glad I did. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off of just about any item. I'm talking about vibrators. I'm talking about bulk condoms for those of you that are having sex with someone else's wife like Mrs. Jones. I know. Yes, 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 yes. You don't want to bring no diseases to Mrs. Jones, huh? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Don't do that. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three, count them, three, three free adult DVDs. Oh. My dear doe, my dear doe, my dear doe, my dear doe. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift that is so central, I can't even mention it on the radio. No, we, we can't even tell you that. It could be a vibrating cock ring. I don't, we know. don't know. It could be anything. It could be a pack, a pack of cards. Of, it could be a pack of cards. It could be lubrication. It could be anything. It, it, it varies per person. It, it, yeah. it's, 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 it's like they take it, take, they do it like bingo. They shake it up and... Whatever number come up, that's what they send you. I like to think that they know what you need. It's like magic. They know what you need, and <laughs> yes, you open do. up the box. You don't even know that you wanted that. And you go, oh, my God. I did need some lubrication that will make my throat looser but taste like cherries. Yes. And, and, that's, and, and that's what they, the Adam and Eve knows. Yes, I did need a, a, a ring finger that uh, roasts my clitoris. Just exactly. what I need. I didn't know I needed this, but I definitely need this now. Yes. Plus, a free extra gift. So sensual, so sensual, so sensual. God damn, it's so sensual. Yes, it is. And they give you free shipping, too. Which is the most important part. Especially if you're going to see Mrs. Jones. You don't don't want to have to pay for that shipping. Yeah, you don't want that track back to you. And no, they're not teasing. It's very discreet. Nobody will know except you and your mailman. But that's because he delivers this shit all the time. Just don't say anything or look him in the eyes that day. Oh, please please don't. And the thing about it is that it's so discreet that Mrs. Jones can hide it from her husband. It doesn't have anything on it. 
It could be top secret. He'll just think she got a regular package. From a girlfriend. He don't even know you sliding her the package. Go to adamandeve.com today for this special offer. 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout. That's TBGWT. Three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. Code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Thank you. Treat your lovers right. Yes, you do. So no. you can sing to them. You gotta, you gotta leave them wanting more. Oh, my bad, my they bad. They was gone. They was gonna do that part too. Everybody in the chat was like, "Me? Oh, they ain't do it." Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Um, first things first. Like I said, it's a very special day. It's the day before Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Martin Luther King parties and celebrations were this weekend, so. And then the inauguration is tomorrow. When yes, it is. A black man will be sworn in for the second time. The second time. Making him the master of all the white people in the world. Ain't he, though? <laughs> <clears throat> he taking your guns. Now he's a he's your overseer. Operation Silent Darkness was a success. Yes, it was, sir. But I digress. Um, we will be um, celebrating that, of course, um, by watching. I'll be watching the Bobcats. Uh, probably lose to the Rockets tomorrow. Of course, have a good time. Um, That's your old tradition, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, man. Um, speaking of, you know, the the fact that it's such a important holiday for everybody, but especially Black people, we, you know, we have to celebrate our Martin Luther King, man. We got to get those flies out, get his face superimposed on some models. Ah! Some some bottles popping, some ads just shaking and jiggling. Gotta get beats up on his, on his ears. Gotta get know. the beats by Dre on him. You know, gotta do that. Um, so I was like, you know, today would be the perfect time to release a very important blog post for all the blackness. This is not just for me, guys. This is not about the black guy who tips. This is bigger than the black guy who tips. This is for everybody, and you need to spread the word. Don't don't forget, people, if you if you if if, when I repost this on Twitter and stuff, everybody needs to be retweeting this shit because it's important to black people. And if you fuck this up, you can lose up to half of your blackness for 2013. Uh Oh, this is not a goddamn joke, guys. You're going to fuck around and you're going to be trying to do stuff later in the year. And they're going to be like, "Uh, you're not black enough to get in this party. Get out. What happened if your black number's already low? You you just go to zero. Oh man, you go to zero. Change races. You go to zero. You, you can, can lose go negative. You can lose up to fifty out of a hundred points of blackness. <laughs> right That's now. That's a lot for some people. You can exit this year. And this is not a year that you don't want to be black. This is gonna be a good year for blackness. Don't fuck around, guys. You won't be allowed to your family reunions and shit. Ah. And you're gonna be like, What ain't happened? Nobody gonna be in your potato salad. They're no gonna more. be like, Yeah, you didn't do your assignment. <clears throat> so uh yeah, the, the the blog post is the is a mandatory, mandatory people. It's not optional. I know a lot of y'all are like, oh, oh, you know, Rogers tripping and shit. I'm gonna be asking this question for the rest of the year. It's a mandatory blackness assignment. Django review due by the end of Black History Month, February 28th. <laughs> you got from now. This is over a month now. Some of y'all gonna procrastinate and do things at the last minute. Try to turn it in in March and get half credit and shit like that. I'm telling you right now. There's no exceptions. If you don't have something done by February 28th, I don't want to hear it. A lot of people have already taken the time to to do it. Uh, Dr. Goddess did hers. Uh, uh, of course, we all did a sport movie review on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the high five starter boys won't stop talking about it. <laughs> the, 
this is you know this is mandatory man um and i'm not fucking with no podcast and stuff that don't do the assignment now of course white people are exempt because white people don't have to care about black issues it is still america ah. and they, they, they they're just like why y'all still talking about this movie i liked it and i thought it should win an oscar that's what white people think <laughs> and black people are like no we got to discuss this yes and we're gonna discuss it forever so i'll read the i'll read the blog post uh instructor name the spirit of all our black ancestors that would be the instructor uh, for this so if you you won't be letting me down you'll be letting down the spirit of all our black ancestors if you don't turn this assignment in that's a lot of weight sir mm-hmm course number and course title of course Django Unchained in the African-American diaspora well, of course uh is this like 400 500 level course uh this is a graduate level course so I didn't even put a number it's <laughs> okay obvious. okay yeah yeah they stop putting numbers once you get so yeah high. um title of assignment Django Unchained thesis <laughs> description of the assignment all black people with anything higher than a high school diploma must construct some form of media about the social societal ramifications of the movie Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained by the end of Black History Month. Those with multiple degrees or post-college graduate education must submit longer forms of Django analysis. <laughs> so there's no cop-out. You got a PhD and don't, oh, you better not have a PhD in African-American studies. Don't, oh, oh, don't let me get the march. And your ass ain't put in that, oh, you losing that accreditation, dog. Real <laughs> talk. paragraph. I'm, it's going to be marching. I'm going to be marching on motherfuckers if they don't turn in these assignments is it's not a joke people i'm gonna be reminding y'all all month don't forget i'm be watching roots all month next month so oh yes this is gonna be a blast i've seen it before it's been years since i've seen it roger's never seen it before so he is in for a treat the purpose of the assignment purpose of this assignment is to verify your status in the african-american diaspora by overly pontificating over the two hour and 45 minute spaghetti western involving one white man's take on slavery as a background that's the purpose also as a bonus you may also use this assignment to prove how much smarter and sophisticated you are than other negroes through your love slash hatred or indifference of jago and chain i think that's a key part if you're not slandering other black people with your take on blackness and then uh what's the point really I mean, it's not a point it's, it's not a point. anyone who doesn't agree with you must be a dumbass no matter what your take is of course it works yes black people will also use this assignment to promote the viewing of other black cinema about slavery such as roots i'm a star and precious so make sure you guys ah! uh you know promote other blackness and awareness i guess so this is this is the interesting uh demand you put in here sir oh this is an assignment i mean assignment mandatory assignment it's not this is beyond me this isn't about what rod wants you to do this is about what so many uh of our ancestors that didn't even make the middle passage need you to do and a lot of black people have been doing it you know i yes i I mean they have i mean we we've mm -hmm. had all kinds of Opinions from Quentin Tarantino's racist to mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino loves black people to acceptable, yeah. all acceptable. Yeah, we we. we but we, you we, have to put something out there. You know what I mean? It's all acceptable. Well, I don't care what your opinion is, but if you don't put anything out there, blackness revoked. Fuck that. <laughs> ah! Give your big penis back and your ass cheeks. Oh no lord. Um. Yeah. No more running fast forty times for you. Make a list, uh, the process, of course, uh, cause people are gonna be like, well, how do I do this, Rod? And I thought about that. I said, okay, what's going to be the process? The process is, uh, make a list of preliminary resources for this project. Preliminary resources for this project include Roots, A Fistful of Dollars, Amistad, Precious, Medea Goes to Jail, Pariah, Red Hook All Summer. All eyes on the prize. 
that you can throw that in there too okay. don't don't be limited to this list people no don't Mm-mm. the color purple all quentin tarantino movies okay you can also read books such as uh roots beloved beloved uh uncle tom's cabin Medea goes to jail and encyclopedia brown all of these can help <laughs> But you're not limited to this list, so you go yeah. outside beyond this list. Hey, yeah, anything that you read, honestly. Uh, Tom and Jerry, cartoons, anything. <laughs> read and explore. Oh, oh yeah, they, they, they racist too, Tom and Jerry cartoons. So, yeah, they, they, fit, they fit the qualifications. Read and explore resources related to your project. Black people must read and explore resources related to your project or not read them at all, but at least cite them as if you understand. For example, yeah, yeah, I get this movie supposed to be based off of Sergio Romero's films or Sergio Leone's films, but it's historically inaccurate. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, I know that, uh, I know Spike Lee may do the right thing, but fuck that nigga. He ain't made a good movie in 10 years. Like that's, <laughs> that's a valid, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a valid use we, 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 of a, we, we, citing something. We'll accept that. Yes. Um, formulate a research question that you hope to answer questions such as <laughs> why is Spike Lee a bitch ass hater who don't want to see a movie about slavery? Oh, okay. You can, you, you can center your thesis around that. You can center it around who the fuck does Dick Gregory think he is? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which utterances of nigger were appropriate and which made you feel awkward? <laughs> How many white people were in your theater and did they laugh at the appropriate times? Oh, oh, oh that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't there more slavery in the film? That's a good one. Why was there too much slavery in the film? Both of these are valid questions. <laughs> Why didn't this film solve racism? Mm. Oh, I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, does Quentin Tarantino get a black card? Yeah, yeah, that's you can make one. that's a good one to center your thesis around. Uh, you know, I'm expecting at least you know 2,500 words on that one. That's a long one. Yes, it is. Uh, how did this film make up for 400 years of black oppression at the hands of white people? Why was the N word used so many times? Why are all black people who disagree with you stupid sheep who can't so possibly have the same understanding and appreciation for blackness that you do? Mm-hmm. that's a big one that's okay? a big one because I, I does if anyone disagrees with you immediately they fall into the category of stupid sheep that you know can't help themselves and mm-hmm. they're they just following along they mm-hmm. yeah they don't have an opinion they're they're stupid dumb ignorant because they don't agree with you right and you definitely need to let them know about it uh because you know if if they if they don't know about it then that makes you stupid so the only way to be smarter than them is to prove, uh, you know, that they stupid. So mm-hmm. don't forget to do that, people. Um, oh, no, don't forget to do that. Uh, why should Django Unchained be 100% accurate to all the events that occurred during and around slavery? In addition, why should Django Unchained be 100% accurate to all of the events occur- that occurred during and around everything that's ever happened to any black person ever at any time, point in time? <laughs> so you can, you know, you can write that one, too. Why only sellouts and Uncle Tom's can't get excited about seeing white slave masters get their comeuppance? I don't know. It's a good question uh, that you can center. These are just ideas to start your, your, your paper, you know, your paper, your MP3s, whatever. Uh, is that one dude gay for holding Jamie Foxx's dick? That's a good one. I can see a lot of people. A lot of people skip over that. Uh, how can a white man make this movie when Tyler Perry hasn't even had a chance to make his historical opus on slavery yet? Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, keep keep going. Yeah, huh. yeah. I might shit. I might talk on that one. I'm assuming he played Broomhilda. Um. Ah. 
you can also create a first draft attempting to answer your questions with sources or just anecdotal references from conversations at the beauty salon, barbershop, basketball court, or family get-togethers. Then you revise that first draft for more racial, like with more racial overtones and insults about anyone who potentially disagrees with your point of view. Okay. Create an outline for your project as it stands. Revise again with more racial overtones and insults about anyone who potentially disagrees with your point of view. Yes. Then you edit for surface errors and mechanics and realize that white people don't even care about this. Uh, resources. Other resources you could consider are people on black Twitter with controversial opinions, no matter how small their follower count is. So if you see like, a person with two followers and they go, if you black and you don't like Django, you uncle Tom, you may cite them in your paper, no matter how small that opinion ah. is. So, uh, feel free to at them and everything. Uh, black celebrities who have expressed their opinion on the film or racism in general, you can cite them as a resource. White celebrities who have expressed their opinion on the film or racism in general. Uh, and the racism in general don't, that means every, ever. So if anyone ever said anything about racism and there's some type of celebrity, black or white, you may cite them in this review of this movie or whatever, uh, you know, whatever paper you decide to write. Um, anecdotal accounts on racism in your personal life. Uh, Quentin Tarantino interview quotes. Those are also acceptable. Yes, they are. Um, so are, are there sources, students? Oh, wait. And then I, I left that in. I need to delete that from my template. Uh, you can also hyperlink some stuff for people. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, for like, um, there, if you want to do like Quentin Tarantino's commentary on the miniseries Roots, you can use that as a source. Spike Lee's commentary on Django Unchained. Jamie Foxx's commentary on Spike Lee's commentary on Django Unchained. Or Dick Gregory's commentary on Spike Lee's commentary on Django Unchained. Okay. Or to raise Django article. Feel free to use any of those okay. as sources. Um, logistics. This assignment is due by the end of Black History Month, or you will have your blackness revoked across the board, people. All forms of media must be as long enough for everyone to roll their eyes and change the subject already. Of course. So if you, if you write something and by the end I'm still interested, it's not long enough. Go back, do it to the point where I go, God damn, these niggas still talking about this. That's when you know you did a good job. Yes, and if you want to be real good with it, double space it to make it mm. extra long. Uh, this assignment is 50% of your blackness for 2013. You will fail ah. blackness and get it revoked if you do not do this assignment in some form. Uh, the format, it can be MV3, video, or written, however you want to submit it. Uh, oh, oh, baby, somebody asked how many words does the paper have to be? Uh, I just said, is all forms of media must be long enough for everyone to want to roll their eyes and change the subject already. So, okay. if I'm reading your paper and then by the end I'm still kind of like, that's a good point. It's too short. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I need to get to the point where I'm like, God damn, is this nigga still talking? Yeah, and my thing is that it's going to de- depend on your ignorant skills. If you're really ignorant. You can do it in a few sentences and some, but some of y'all are quite intelligent. So mm-hmm. you know, yours might have to be a lot longer to 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 like. No, before you get disagreements. Right, right, agreed. Um, sources, there's no limit or minimum for sources that must be used in this assignment. If you are black, that is source enough to pontificate on every idea of this film for hours. <laughs> Shit, you don't even got to see the film. No, 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 that's, that's not a requirement to see the film, y'all. I hope y'all know this. You should be able to submit two hours on Django without even seeing the shit. That's oh, how, yeah, because a lot of people did. They didn't go see yeah. it, but they had an opinion about it. 
and of course all people with degrees in african-american studies must complete this assignment or they will have their degrees revoked uh that is not that's not even something we can negotiate on nope Mm -mm. like this is the moment that you've been waiting for your entire life uh if you literally if you really can't come up with uh a few hours of commentary on a film you haven't seen or just because um just because it's 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 not something that you saw but you you did go to school for this shit unacceptable Mm-mm. yep Mm-mm. yeah so uh yeah that's that's the assignment uh karen what do you think about it you think that's uh you think people be able to do that or i think people will be able to do it uh i'm i i i, I am very hopeful that we will get uh, assignments from our spectrums mm-hmm. our rims our writing abilities you know um we do we take ebonics you know so i don't want people to think that that they have to really dig hard you know Mm -hmm. uh to give us this we take all level of ratchetness um we take all opinions we even if you're racist or not Mm -hmm. um this door is not closed to anyone it's not all black people but for the black people your blackness will be revoked right uh but it's this this assignment is open up to any everybody that feels like Giving their opinion, whether you watch the movie or not, I just want to emphasize on that. We, we don't care if you watch the movie or not. We don't care if your sources are valid or not. Uh, we just want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, so make sure you guys handle this business. Uh, I would hate, literally, I would really just hate to lose some black people this year. But but we got to cut you off. If you can't, um, you know, you can't get your assignment in on time, uh it's really gonna be sad but uh yeah we're gonna have to lose some brothers and sisters this year because i know a lot of y'all not gonna want to do it yeah we still love you though but yeah, but yeah. and i don't want to hear why well, i didn't see it well you don't have to see it. you black right you should have an opinion on blackness that's it yeah you should you should no 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 Mm-mm. 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 you got family members talking about it somebody talking about it come on somebody talking about it and you need to have an opinion and you knew this one was gonna happen when the movie was announced so don't try to act like you didn't know and I spread the blog post as much as you can, retweet it. Oh, oh, oh Plus yeah. one it tell people because uh people need to know. I don't want anybody to say they lost their, their blackness out of just pure ignorance, okay? Oh yeah, and, and don't forget we need to bring up the dolls. Right. You know, also that's valid, you know. Yeah, oh I forgot that. I will add that to yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah, getting added talk, in. You gotta talk about the dolls. Yeah, you you like you can throw in uh also the, the fact that they're putting out collector's dolls mm-hmm. for Django and Chain. Yeah, and how it's yeah. going to affect the kids. Yeah. It's not going to play with them, but how it's going to affect them anyway. <laughs> right. The kids can't pick it up at Toys R Us. I'm going to add that you know, right now. Them dolls uh, are expensive as shit. Like, yeah. like they're very, very expensive. But, yeah, we, we, we want to hear your opinion on some dolls that, that are never going to be in kids' hands. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, let me add that right now. Why are they selling them dolls, though? There you go. Just add that right there to the assignment. There you go. That's why Karen's here, man. Thank you. Really to bounce off and just throw out these good ideas. Um, you know, she's the people are gonna be like, Oh wow, she how did she catch that? I'm smart. surprised you even heard that, because you know I'm I'm invisible back here. Huh? Who said that? I don't what? know who said that. Uh so I was thinking about some deep shit, Karen, this week. What's up? I got some deep thoughts that people haven't been thinking about. You know, I like to throw out there. I was thinking about love. Okay. Oh, what about love? L O V E. Um, and I came up with this thought. Love is all about cold feet. Okay, I understand that. You never heard the phrase cold feet? Yeah, that means you're afraid. Right. Like men get cold feet before the wedding is is a stereotype everybody throws out there. Like 
should I marry this woman? Is she the one? This is forever. Am I fucking up? What does my family think about her? You yeah, know, should I even go to this wedding? Should I just leave her at the altar? And this- a lot of that stereotype because I've known women that told men no, they don't want to marry them. So, you know, everybody mm. puts that on the men, but it's women get cold feet too then. Yeah, but you know, that's what the stereotype is. Men get cold feet before the wedding. Sometimes women get cold feet before the wedding, but it's all about cold feet. And And I think... The stereotype is, you know, men get it before the wedding and women get cold feet in bed for the rest of your fucking life. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, my feet are freezing. I ain't going to lie. Oh, my God. Like, I don't ever want to hear any problems about, oh, uh, he rolled over and humped me at 3 in the morning. You rolled over and put your cold feet on me at 3 in the yeah. morning. <laughs> my I was sleeping. <laughs> my feet are ice cold and I do not know why my feet are ice cold nobody ever brings this part of a relationship up man it's always like you know these men going around and uh you know they think they can just have sex with you anytime they want waking me up i i was just trying to sleep how you gonna wake me up with your dick and it's like yeah i feel you that's fucked up how you gonna wake me up with your cold ass feet <laughs> oh and they're not big either but they how the fuck are you so little and get so cold I, I, I don't know. If people be thinking I be bullshitting in the, in the summertime, y'all, I, I go around with my sweater all the time. I don't wear it. I just, like, keep it on my, um, on my arm. People are like, wow, well, like, shit, it's cold in the, it's cold in the grocery store. It's cold in the freezer section. I just freak fucking cold everywhere I go, just about. Cause everybody had an air on because it's 100 degrees outside. So I'm always freezing. Yeah, well, I can, so look, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, you know it's love. When you slide your legs over to those cold ass feet in the middle of the night so that the other person can be warm. Yeah. Like I have to do that sometimes. I know it's like they put their cold ass feet on you, wrap the talons of coldness, and you just have to slide your feet over there and be like, go ahead and steal my warmth. <laughs> yes. And while, while we're talking about it, and it's a bit, and I'm not sure if this is just you or not, mm-hmm. but you're like a, a walking electrical blanket. You forever emitting, emitting heat. Like, like, literally, I don't think you notice or not. Like, you always are warm. I don't think that electrical blankets have feelings and emotions, Ken. <laughs> no, That's they don't. Object. But they always warm. Yeah. I, That's I, what I'm talking about. But you walk around, you're not plugged in and no shit. Yo, your heat come from within. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wrap underneath you with my cold feet. <laughs> oh, my God. That <laughs> warm me up. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, love is about cold feet. Um. Also, I was thinking about this. I don't know why no one has done this before, but uh, if there's any people that do graphic design, if you do this, I will help you promote it. I promise I will use all the resources of the blackout tips to get this shit out there because, you know, we're all about breaking stereotypes here. We are. I decided that we need to fight ignorance with ignorance. Okay. Oh, shit now. Like you ever notice, like when it's Martin Luther King's, uh, you know, Martin Luther King Day. We're constantly bombarded with these flyers and these posters and these come to this party and it's all disrespectful to his legacy and shit. And everybody, all black people get all up. Oh no, it's the worst thing ever. This never happens to white people. Why? Jesus Lord, please. (laughs) Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, come save me. So I was like, yo, why can't we get these white people back, man? Like just a month from now. That's going to be President's Day. Yes, it is. Why can't we get some graphic design people to make flyers with Abraham Lincoln and George Washington doing disrespectful shit 
and we just be like hey it's a president's day party abraham lincoln getting uh making it rain you know what i mean <laughs> i would love that yeah like george washington uh getting a lap dance and uh, on top of a uh you know on top of a maybach or some shit i don't know why we can't do that <laughs> we'll just do it for president's day man fuck yeah. that with somebody gotta have the skills whoever is making these ignorant ass mlk flies so talented man yes yes they, they are the answer is not to stop that that's impossible to stop it's too mm-hmm. late the real answer to solve this is to get some beats by dre on george washington oh that'd be epic exactly and especially abraham lincoln you know everybody love abraham lincoln they already got two somebody said they're coming out with a third abraham lincoln they love that white man yeah saving lincoln i heard about that the other day so yeah do that um so we went to the comedy club the other day and i forgot to mention this part you know we drive some old ass cars yes we do um but we we had the valet do the uh you know drop off the car because i didn't feel like parking and shit. I, this you know what I, I ain't gonna sound ignorant this first that's the first time i ever used to valet because i'd be like i could park my own damn car yeah so we did we used a valet or whatever and um it was like five dollars for valet service and i it was before they you know before we actually went in so i was like hey man do you guys take tips and they said yeah we we do so I, I had a 10. I just gave him the, extra, the other five. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it. Take the, take the whole five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it costs $10 to park downtown anyway. Um, yes. That's just the part. That's not 10 to 15 to 20, depending on where the hell you at. Right. So I was like, you know, just take the, the 10. And, um, man, they completely were so happy with that shit. Like when they brought the car back, they like opened up the door for Karen and let her in. And they did. They was on and, it. I guess because most people probably don't tip them. Yeah, or not well. And then no. they just start talking to us about random, you know, bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. how is the comedy club? Where we gonna come back? And uh, who was the comedian? Yeah, and all they this was shit. like, we know y'all tip. And you have to think too for the fact that they're gonna be sure if we get there, they might go actually get, get like like deliver me. Be sure your right. car come first because they know you're gonna tell. Oh, y'all motherfuckers don't tell. We get yeah. you first. Yeah, like the people in front of us, they didn't have shit to say to them. They're just like, go get the car. And they went and got our car. <laughs> and they'll have an alarm on it. So then they was like, they couldn't find it for a second. And the other dude, dude was like, that's the car right there. Yeah, <laughs> dude was sprinting down the parking lot and shit. It was cool, man. So yeah, tip your, tip your valet. Yes, I, I, you know, I might consider using the service from the own. I, and I guess I never really realized how important the service was. A, we was already late. And yeah. then B, I was like, I wouldn't know where the fuck to park. And if you didn't park there, you probably had to park three miles down the road and then walk. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, this is valid. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm step my game up. Yep. Um, speaking of tipping, Karen, did you tip your masseuse after, um, you got your massage the other the other day. I don't think we talked about it on the show. I know I we talked about did. you were going to get it. Yeah. But we didn't we haven't talked about you since you got your massage, so Yes. I tipped her uh I tipped her ten. Um she did a Oh shit, now you got my music. That's what I'm talking about. Uh yeah, my African junk music. I had a laugh and I said, I told him you was talking about it. I said I had to get my husband in here. I said I, I love. I was telling him I love the African junk music. She started laughing. <laughs> she is uh she's really really sweet y'all. She was really good and I remember I went, went in there talking to her. She even remembered me. She did. Yeah. She what was, was her name again? Erica. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, what did she say this time? When I mean she remembered you from the last massage. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did she, how did you know that she remembered you? What did she say? 
Oh, she was like, I remember you from last time. The only thing that I was a little upset about, and it wasn't her fault, mm-hmm. but since I've been going through like my therapy and stuff for my back and stuff, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the, uh, doctor because it's, it's like the chiropractor and the uh, massage is all wrapped up under one umbrella so um he had told her that i couldn't get an hour and a half i had to get an hour i was not too pleased about that and i let her know that i mm. got gypped for 30 minutes and what's she gonna do about that but what they're gonna do is like uh not this week but next week uh after one of my uh visits for my therapy they're gonna do a 30 minute massage afterwards so okay. I'm still gonna get it, but I kind of wanted it in one session. Uh, mm. This at uh, this time, ninety minutes of her hands all over your body, caressing every crease and crevice, everything. Okay. Every, oh, everything with that warming oil, and the more she rub, the warmer it get. Oh, mm. that's what I'm talking about right there. Just some hot lady on lady action. I clear it was. It it it, it, it was one of the things where. Uh, when she was telling, you know, I, I got excited about getting undressed. Wasn't nobody in the room but me. You know, it was one of them things where she was like, yeah, you know, do like you did last time. I thought, yes, girl, I'm taking it all off. <laughs> <laughs> so you get all the way undressed in there? Uh, you take everything off but your, but your, uh, underwear. You take off your bra. Oh, you take, so the titties was free. Yeah, mm. the titties, the titties is free. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I mean, because how, how could she, how could she do your back with your bra on? Mm. You know, so she do, so I, so I don't get like completely, you know, butt booty draws naked. Now you can if you want to. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, what's going on here? What? Uh, my arms are ashy. Can I put some lotion on? I, I guess. I'm listening to the story. Now go ahead. You got <laughs> naked and the titties was out. Just I'm sure swinging free. And did they? Like when did they come in? Oh, oh yeah. Because uh, at first she she do the the backside. So when she first do it, she like do your back, and that she asks you like you know what are your areas you want her to focus on, and I wanted her to focus up in my the shoulder. butt and the, the titties. Well, yeah, you can say the butt and the titties, but mine was in my shoulder. Oh, okay. But she did rub my butt and my titties. Oh, how long did they spend on that? Because that's a lot of tenseness in those areas and stuff. You, you know what? It, it it depends on um how tense they are and how much you want her to focus in those areas because you you can tell her i want you to work on this area mm-hmm. and work on the area now the first time i went since you know i was a virgin you know she was taking mm-hmm. my virgin she wasn't that hard it, she was really you know soft and she you know she laid me down real nice and right. sweet but now you know, you're a woman yeah she wasn't as aggressive mm-hmm. you know but this time you know, since since I done been there before and done that, yeah. you know, she was like, well, well, since I got you in here, girl, I'm going to do some things to you you ain't never felt before. Mm. So uh, it, it, it was brand new. She was like. Show you how it works. Oh, she did. She showed me how it worked. She was like, I'm going to um, work out the knots. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. Mm-hmm. But certain areas of your body are real tense and they have knots in them. Mm-hmm. And what she does is like she works it where it actually comes up and it feels like a little pebble. And she like literally works that pebble up your back and out. Mm. And when she works it out, it just Work dis- it out. It, it disappears. And I was like, Well, where does it go? I was like I was like, I felt that hard shit. Where does it go? She said it literally goes to your bloodstream. That's why they tell you to drink water after massages so you can uh, get it out of get 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 the toxin out of your body. Mm. And she was working all them knots, all them kinks, all them tight spots. Mm. I was like, girl. Gotta get in those tight spots, man. Oh, she I, she was all down in the creases and the crevices. Mm. She was making my body feel good. And then she messed around. She flipped me over on my back. Mm. And when she flipped me over on my back, 
she actually took her hands and like went down my back to like to like the bottom of my back right above my butt and then she took her fingers and she like rubbed her fingers up my back mm-hmm. and around my shoulders but you was laying on your back when she was doing this yes i was laying on my back and oh so y'all were pretty close it's like uh oh titty. we was real close yes yeah, she she even had to like sit down above my head like i couldn't mm-hmm. see her because her head was above me but she literally sat down above my head mm-hmm. and she like took her hands and like went down my back and she was rubbing all down my back and then she oh, yeah got up got <laughs> Did she, did she did she got up all around my neck and, 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 and she was moving my neck to the left and moving my neck to the right and she 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 was actually rubbing all down my my my, my, my spine and all up in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I never felt like that before. I mean it felt when I tell you that shit felt wonderful. That shit felt wonderful. She just flip it, flip it up, smack it, and, and rub it down. Oh, rub it down. And you know what? Every time she found a knot, I got excited because I know it's going to feel better. I was like, oh, you found another one. Oh, I feel that one, too. And then, oh, it just felt so good with her her just putting them hands on my body and just relaxing it and making it feel so good. That's why I was pissed that I had to get knocked off 30 minutes. I was like, oh, you kidding me? I, would, I paid for an hour and a half of what yeah, I would have had. She need to go all the way in. So, like... When she was like rubbing your back when you were laying down, did she had to lift you up and y'all kind of chest to chest? No, 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 okay. no. Not, okay. not, 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 this, not this time. It might be on the third visit. I don't know. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know. This is this is the, my, own, my my second go around. You know, so so next time I don't know what may happen. You know, next time because this first two times I got the sweetest massage. Right. So I'm gonna go. This see. time was what was this one? This was the sweetest massage too. Oh, okay. But next time I was talking hot on that Professor LCH. I'm gonna have to Shit. get them hot, hot stones. stones. Well, I was looking for the hot stones. I just didn't find it on Groupon, but I did it next time. I found a way to get it. No problem. So. Uh, uh, you said she also massaged the breasts. Like, how long was she, did she handle those titties? No, it wasn't long at all because I didn't. Oh, I, man. I'm sorry, I didn't have as much tension. If I'd have some tension in my breast, she might have could have rubbed across my breast. Not even know, the not even the nipples. You know, rubbed There's tension mas- in the nipples. Uh, that's true too. Okay. And it probably it probably was tension and tension all up in my nipples because she was rubbing on me. I bet you it was mm. cold in there too. She had the African music going on, and I didn't realize because when I was on my my um uh. Front side, your face goes in this like pillar and it has this hole in it. So your face is down in the hole. So I didn't know that she had turned the lights down because honey, she's rubbing on me so good. I closed my eyes. I started mm. here, oh, here, oh, my face s- all in the hole. Just yeah, my face was all in that hole. Honey. Going in. All, all around. It, it, look like, it looks, it looks like a, um, a horseshoe. Like, but mm. it's like a pillar. So you put your face. Oh, I know that. I know that's right. Okay. Yes, and she could have put me in a horseshoe for all I cared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so she, I didn't even realize that the lights had went down and nothing. So I flipped over. I was like, "Oh shit, the lights is down." I didn't even realize that. So she was rubbing on me, and I bet you, I bet you, because you know she kind of strapped you in. So I bet you probably could see my nipples poking. Cause mm. hey, you ain't got no bra on. Right. I wasn't ashamed of it. Cause all I know is she was making me feel really, really good. Sometimes when you're feeling good, it's no shame in in the game, Karen. There's no no, no, and, and you it, shouldn't be ashamed. No, you know what, she, baby? She had my body so uh, relaxed because I had therapy right before that. So, right. she, so I was kind of, kind of tense from the therapy because a lot of times at the therapy, you actually you're literally hurting because they're actually moving it and mm-hmm. working your body. So it was funny though because when I went the next day, uh, 
Uh, you know how when after you have sex and your sex is good and they say you yeah, can, you can like, barely you walk can, the residual you can feel it later on. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is kind of how it was. It's, it's like I was feeling the the residual of, oh, of I could of, I could tell of her putting that thing on me. Yeah. Because when I had went back to the chiropractor the next day, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was like. Every time he was touching me and putting all the machines on my body, I, I was, I couldn't, I was, I was like, oh, I tried to control myself with this one of things. So I was like, oh, that feels so good. <laughs> 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 it did. And he got this, I call it a hammer. He got this little thing. It, 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 it looks like a vibrator. It's not a vibrator though. Mm-hmm. He got this little thing, got this round piece on it. He like pounds it into, into your muscles and it mm. relaxes your muscles. And so he was taking that thing, he was pounding it into my muscles and it was one of the things I was still feeling her and thinking about yeah. her still and she was on my mind. Day. Yeah, I, I had to get myself together because you know, the doctor white man, so I ain't want him to think I was, you know, I ain't want him to charge me with sexual harassment. <laughs> so I was like, uh huh, uh huh. So, so I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to calm myself down. So you went from getting, you went from getting, uh, felt up to getting hammered just uh getting pounded on oh in, yes in, in the course of the i got days. felt up i got pounded on i got mm. rubbed on i got oiled on honey i got everything i got like you said smack it up flip it rub it down i got i got it all going on on me over here and it felt wonderful well, it does sound wonderful Hey, baby, I'm trying to tell you, baby, you got to go with me next time. Oh, no, your stories are enough. Your stories are enough. <laughs> you sure, baby? I'm, I'm positive. I'm, baby, please, one day, one day, please go with me. One day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that, so, I, that don't sound too confident. No, I, no, I don't want to have my... I'm, it, look, it's fine. I, one day we might go. I'm, I'm not saying I won't. Thank you. All right? Thank you. I'll go in there and uh, get my back blown out, too, apparently. <laughs> Yes, right. I, honey. If it feels like this, oh Lord, I would hate to feel what a hot stove feel like. I'm allowed to pass out on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, thank you for those thoughts. Uh, everybody, put the lotion away if you ask you to. Oh, oh, um, you, oh you, you, uh, y'all, welcome out there. And for those of you, this is the PSA. For those of you that ain't on it, go get your massage and also go to the chiropractor too, because you know, you know, the chiropractor don't sound sexy. Ooh, he can he get you feeling real good down to your your spine, cause that's what the hell he working on. So you 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 you'll be moving and flexible in no time. You'll be able to get that thing and drop it like it's hot back in your twenties. You know, for those of you got them aching illness, it's it's y'all it is so worth it, y'all. And y'all that hammer time thing, that thing is the bomb. It um, really is. He get all up in your shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. He get all down your back. He even do this all up in them guts. Yeah, all up in them guts. He 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 even worked them hips. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, he really do. He got this thing where he he go on like one side of your hip bone and the other side of your hip bone, and he like does a little vibrating with it where it like bumps against mm-hmm. your hips. Oh, that thing feels what, so what, good. What thing is this? What is this the same other thing you were talking about or something? Yeah, different? yeah. You know, I was telling you how he takes the machine. He aligns your spine. Yeah. He also aligns your hips. And the machine. And this is all a machine. This is all a machine. The, the, the thing is a little machine? wider. And what it does, it actually. Uh, I think I've seen these machines before on X Hamster. Uh, you <laughs> no. like uh, you strap them in. They they vibrate. And they 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 just do all the work for you. No. No. Oh, okay. 
was just checking. I was just checking. No, Fuckingmachines.com, no. y'all. Fuckingmachines.com. Not that them kind of machines. It's oh. it's like it's like, it's a machine, but it's like he controls it. And and, and you know you 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 would kind of think it was similar to that because you look over, it got eighteen pieces over there that he kind of swaps in and out. Mm-hmm. And the, the part that he uses, you know, like the electrical hammer we got. Mm-hmm. It's like that. You know what what you call them, the black and deckers? You know how you take it? You strap on this part for the wall. You strap on this part for the for the um for whatever you strap and that's kind of how it is he takes it he just kind of interchanges the pieces mm. and that's what it is he looks down they got big pieces small pieces in between pieces just a whole bunch of pieces and and they went to hammer he got the big hammer the small hammer the all, all them hammers and oh when i tell you well, please hammer don't hurt them Oh no, no, but no, these hammers feel good. Like, like, like these hammers don't hurt your body. By the time you finish, you be like, ooh, ooh, hit me one more time. Wow, <laughs> That's this the- sound like Chill's bag of dicks. <laughs> Chill, <laughs> I don't know if Chill bag of dicks could do this now. You know, her dicks might be good, but I don't know if her dicks can go down your spine <laughs> like this. I don't know. I don't want to find out. Me All either. right. <laughs> <laughs> More random thoughts. More random thoughts. Um, so, uh, also, uh, uh, tipped the violin. Okay. Oh, I was thinking like how some people were offended by some of my language on the other show. Uh, but you know, I'm, a, I'm about freedom of say what you want to offend who you want to just deal with the consequences. Ain't that the truth? That's what freedom of speech is to me. Um, but I was thinking like, you know what a good cop out would be where I would never have to deal with the ramifications of anything I had to say. I need to get diagnosed with Tourette syndrome. Why? But what Tourette syndrome is when, you know, people randomly say cuss words and stuff and they can't help it. You know, they say offensive language and stuff. It's not their fault, but no one can judge you because it's Tourette syndrome. It's not you. It's just, it's not even related to what you're going through. So if I had that, then nobody could ever get mad at, at me for just throwing out random words that they're not cool with. You know, so I could, I could just do the whole show um and just throw those in maybe submit that to some type of uh psychologist i don't know who pronounces nah, they, shit. They, 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 they might diagnose you with adhd way before tourette's what but why not but i'm saying i can i can fake it not, oh, okay yeah not this episode but i'll fake it on another episode <laughs> and then submit that to be reviewed and somebody could diagnose me with tourette's and then anytime people could be like you called those women some bitches i could be like oh hold up now you are bullying a man with Tourette's. Okay? I can't help what I said. I was just talking. That had nothing to do with the topic at hand. It just randomly came out. It was tangentially related or something. It sounded like that. But that's all coincidence. It's all coincidence. It's like, I, how can you blame me? I can get away with the most offensive stuff ever. I'm thinking about it, Karen. I no. think I'm going to have to do this one show. No. I'm gonna do the whole show and just start doing random like, like yeah. So did you hear what Kobe said? Black bitch, pussy lick. Did you hear what Kobe said uh, the other day about uh, the game? Because uh, he was no, saying that no, White that, Howard was uh, no. That'd be a crazy ass episode. Because the second you do that, I'm put my racism cap on. So when you start talking oh. crazy, you 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 gonna be crazy and I'm gonna be racist. Yeah, I guess there's no racial Tourette's. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't need you to join me in this. I just want my. No, because we're going to be ignorant. The whole no, damn show no. going to be ignorant. We don't need to unleash your racism. That's for sure. <laughs> we we doing fine fine enough with as is, even though I'll get blamed for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let the chat room join in and everything. Oh, it's going to be epic. You know, another thing that uh, I was talking about uh, on Catfish, they had a chick on there 
who had some big ass titties but she was crazy as fuck and had like mm-hmm. seven thousand facebook accounts yes and i told uh chris and uh brandon that i immediately was not attracted to her as soon as i found out that she was the catfish because crazy is not it's a turn off to me like yes it is people don't believe me and they always challenge me on this shit where i'm like uh they're like yeah man did you see such and such i'm like yeah she fine as shit yeah man did you know that uh she cut a man one time for uh cutting her off in the parking lot i'll be like oh yeah i, I um, feel you know and, and i feel the same way when when um because <clears throat> dudes is crazy too mm-hmm. and it's one of them things was like ooh, my pussy go right right my I'm dick like, oh. my dick turns into an any on that sh- it's just nothing attractive about yeah, it, a it, crazy it, person it, it dries up it's like oh nigga do i really won't you fucking me and then have to deal with your craziness can't go to the bathroom can't right. piss can't drive I, I open up a door you stand outside my door i go to my job you right. stand outside my job you calling me all day you calling me all night you're blowing up my my, my all right. my email accounts i'm on facebook you posting me i'm on twitter you're posting me i'm on mm-hmm. google plus people just crazy fuck around show up at my house i see a new car here girl what the fuck no craig crazy is a complete and, and absolute turn off i want a normal functioning yeah person. Cra- like crazy people are they're pretty to look at but i personally would never put my dick inside of a crazy person it's just it's like asking for problems it really is um and nobody ever believes me when i say this and dudes especially they always throw out this like crazy scenario that's never gonna happen where it's like so you trying to tell me if holly berry was laying in your bed when you got home <laughs> buck naked i would have her ass arrested how the fuck you get in here right you wouldn't fuck and i was like how does that prove she's not crazy it don't that's like the craziest of the crazy shit you can possibly do is sneak into my house where you don't have a fucking alarm code somehow and lay on my bed butt naked fuck no i'm not putting my dick in you i don't care who you are i don't care if it's rosario dawson i don't care if it's holly berry i don't give a fuck it, who there's no possible combination of person where i would be like and now i have to put my dick in this risky situation because he needs no. to be involved he always knows the right thing to do fuck no man that's the crazy that's crazier than the crazy shit i already think these crazy motherfuckers and, are doing and, and, you, and you know and a lot of people federalize however you think or however far you think crazy is willing to go. They always shatter your expectations to go above and beyond whatever. Yeah, level because you're still thinking of it at a rational and logical position. But crazy is not rational. Crazy is not logical thinking. And my thing about crazy is that crazy will kill you. And I I, I, I want to live for a long life. And you know what? We talked about this before. I'm okay with normal. Yeah. Also, normal like, is fine. With also, me. like the idea that normal women can't have good pussy. Like, what is that shit? Like, people always be like, "Yeah, but she got that crazy pussy." It's like, uh, if it's better than the, the just the regular good pussy, I'm good. I, I, I'm okay. That's like saying, uh, "Have you tried crack?" Well, no. I actually just like uh the caffeine in a, in a Coca Cola. I'm, 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 I'm. That keeps me up all night as is. It's like, well, crack is the best though, man. It'll give you a, nah. a drug addiction and you'll lose everything that you ever had. You lose your family, your car, your job. But mm. crack is the ultimate high. I'm like, well, then you know what? Uh, crazy pussy is the crack of drugs, and I'm, I'm good. Gonna, I'm good with the weed of drugs. I know, but so, and, and my thing is that they be like, well, crazy can fuck like no other. But right. what you fail to realize, people are like crazy. People are the only freaks in the world. They yeah. are normal functioning people they with normal freaks. jobs that mm-hmm. that that. that they're not all, you know, 
out there and all in the open, but you get them, you get them behind closed doors, they could blow your mind. And not be fair. I just like pussy like weed. That way, I get, I want a sandwich and a nap, and I'm good for the for the rest of the day. That's what yes, I need. And they will make you a sandwich and a nap and not stab you. Yeah, I don't need pussy that got me scratching my neck at the pawn store trying to cop a ring or some shit. Like, no, fuck that. I'm not justifying no crazy shit either. It's like yes. she she embarrassed me in public. She's always threatening me. She's super jealous, and she tried to kill me a couple times. But uh, she has some good ass crazy pussy, man. Shit, fuck that. Because <laughs> like, the, the the thing about crazy, you fuck around and and let's say especially do get a pregnant or something like that. Now you're attached to this crazy bitch for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come on dog and then not only that crazy is the type of especially when it comes to women and men but crazy is the type of person that would get your ass arrested on some shit that they did yeah I'm i don't got time for that not proving my love that i way. like slow i like uh normal i like uh not exciting then you know i i i, I don't have to have the, the, the ferrari I, I i can deal with the honda civic and be just fine we all gonna get there you just might get there quicker yeah so anyway man that's uh there you go, man. I'm not attracted to crazy and stop trying to act like, I don't know. Um, so speaking of catfish, we didn't talk about the last episode with, uh, Taylor and, uh, Aaron, it turns out. And Aaron is not a woman's name. It's a dude's name, Aaron. Uh oh. Um, anyway, I'm not getting into rehashing the whole story, but I was watching this thing and at the beginning, Neve is walking around the dude's farm. Mm-hmm. A lot of it seems like catfish is the home of either fat people that don't want to admit they fat or crazy or white dudes that live in the country and don't have enough like interaction with people to know that they getting played on the internet. True. Um, so Taylor was this dude. He thought he was in love with this chick um, um, from Facebook and shit. They had been sexting and all this stuff. He obviously has sent his dick pictures to this person. Mm-hmm. And now he wanted to meet him in real life. Um, and uh, I, I, I say, I was, like, they found some stuff in their conversations that were really, like, explicit. They couldn't even show it on TV. So I was, like, immediately, like, okay, so he's been sending pictures of his dick to the, some person on the Internet. It's a dude. I put that shit together in, like, five minutes. I like, remember you saying that. Yeah, no way that's a chick. That's a fucking dude. Uh, immediately. Like, as soon as they got to, yeah, I sent some pictures. You know how it is. I was like, yep, yep, some dude is jerking off to your dick um ah yep don't trust them so come to find out of course it's uh like they're they're walking around their house his house and they're looking at his farm and shit and they, they found like a piece of metal that had a hole burned in it that was the shape of a heart and Neve picked it up and was like you know this could be that you're gonna get burned and your heart is gonna be scorched uh or it could be that you you find love forever, and this is a symbol of that love. It's still burnt though. And I realized that Neve is a hope pimp. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Like like his thing is that there's always hope. There's mm-hmm. always hope. It, it, even if the situation is dire, even if all the signs are saying something different, mm-hmm. you know, it's he, catfish. Yeah, this the premise of the fucking show is that someone's getting tricked. You can't have enough. There's no episode of Catfish that ends with, huh? Well, I guess they were who they said they were. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't make the air. No, and my thing is that they need to. They need Jory Greco on this. The dude from Cheetahs. Mm-hmm. This would be a whole nother story because yeah. someone when, would get in a fight. 
Cause and when he comes to you, he would be sure to tell you the truth. And he'd be like, you know what? I'm I'm sorry to inform you. Our investigative team was on it, and this is what we found. I love Joey Greco though because me too. The thing about Joey Greco that people sleep on is the fact that he's an instigator once the this jig is up. Yes, he like, is. Like Neve and Max actually be trying to end shit. You know what I mean? Like Neve and Max will actually show up and be like, well, okay, let's just get out of here. We'll talk about it and, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll try to see what you're going to do tomorrow. And then they'll, they'll be, come back. Be riding in the car. Everybody be mad. You'd be pissed. Yeah, they'll come yeah, I- back. They'll actually talk to the person from. They got catfished and they'll have a long discussion. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back and talk to him? I think you should talk to him. Then they'll actually go out. They'll talk to the catfish and they'll have a discussion. Like, why did you do this? What's going on in your life that will make you reach out? Joey Greco ain't never did that shit. Joey Greco would literally like once they found, once you found out the information and you'd be like, no, fuck that, man. I can't believe. Oh, this motherfucker. Oh, oh, this was his baby mama too. Oh my God. He promised I, 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 I me. He told me that. about this bitch. You know what? I just want to, oh, I just want to. And then he go, do you want to confront him? Yes. I'm going to fuck them up, man. I can't wait right to see now. I've been working 45 hours in a week. Mm-hmm. I'm never at home. I know he stayed there with my sister. I can't believe my sister fucked him out. Yep. And he always be like, do you want to confront him? And, it, and they like, always say yes. Yes. Like he let you get as mad as possible without giving no possible excuse for this shit. And, and then he'll be like, and would you like to confront him? And then that, the, the dude comes on. And when we and get back, the go, confrontation. I know. And the thing is that they, they're like the, uh, what you call it, like the, uh, better than the, uh, police squad. Cause they come in, they be having, you know, them people be so private. A lot of times they even blew the people's faces out to be helping him. Like mm. somebody had come here, but like, he, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop right here. Well, he has this boy this Sanchez. Woman. Yes. Don't sleep on Sanchez. Sanchez be finding the information out, dog. I don't know how he be finding He be getting all that surveillance footage of you holding hands with your side piece at the amusement park. And making out with her by the bathrooms and the time that you like grab that ass. Sanchez be right behind you. With the that whole little, time. Yeah, he just show up and be like, Sanchez, uh, are they, are they still in the amusement park? See. Si. Okay. All right. <laughs> would you like to, would you like to confront him? <laughs> fuck yeah, I want to confront him, cuz. I'm about to fuck this bitch up. Be like, okay. All right. Let's go. Well, and they well. get out there and they got like, I don't know if they put oil on the people <laughs> that are involved in the conversation. But security can never quite hold them. Oh, no. They be slipping and sliding and shit. Yeah. They always let them go to, like, get that couple of punches in. Then they grab them again. Then they get free again. And, and, like, it's funny because then Joey Greco does some real smooth shit that makes him look like he's not the bad guy. Because you have two people that are highly, three normally, three actually, three people that are highly in high highly volatile emotional states. Yes. At the same time. And then Joey Greco will try to act like he could ask these little interview Oprah type questions in the middle of this chaos. And it's only making people matter. Cause it's like, it's like, fuck you, bitch. I gave you everything. I gave you my, I gave you my life. I let you stay here. And then the person like, you, you, you know what? You, you, you just need to stop tripping and calm down. And then Joey Greco will be like, so he did give you a wedding ring. Uh, where is that wedding ring right now? 
Yeah, bitch, what a fucking win. I will fu- oh my god, where's, give my ring back. Give my ring back. I kill everybody in this motherfucker. And it's just like white people eating at IHOP that's just trying to get a meal in and shit. Like, oh my god. Yeah, no, the man, just, the man just have to come and kick y'all out. Right, like, sir, you're gonna have to leave this. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get out of here. Like, that's the, the people used to always go, the show is fake. And uh, I think at some point it did become fake. It's like the tail story, like at some point. Uh, they just but at fine. real at first that was real especially when they right. be going up in them people restaurants right like, like just be like y'all need to get the fuck out of my restaurant yeah i hop is not co-signing this shit y'all no, they not i hop is not like we need to advertise in this bad that we'll let niggas fight in the middle of our average in the middle of our, our restaurant, restaurant at midnight trust me that's cheating like that's not there's no <laughs> any outburger is not sitting up there trying to get yeah. on that bad yeah man. y'all out there el demundo uh, out there chilling eating mexican and food and all yeah. of a sudden a, a man in a camera crew club bitch and she like turn your burrito over and smash it in your face and be like so you and a bitch i've been seeing that be fucking my man yeah i actually have the cheaters seasons on dvd that's we how, sure do that's how, that's how, I, that's how I, serious I, I love cheaters man there was yes. one episode like my, my one of my favorite people ever was uh because they always do these interviews right and the interview is like they ask like why do you think this person's cheating and so this one brother was like you know man she just she ain't like she used to be man she 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 out all the time she always hanging out with and it's always some friend that they made up it's like she always hanging out with her girl terry while i'm at work you know i'm working i'm working seven jobs working 47 hours at one job 64 at the other i'm never home i'm on the road i'm a trucker and uh his his telltale sign he was like and uh she just don't do things for me like she used to and so dude was like what you know what is she not what is she's not doing man she uh she don't got the nappy dug out no more, man. You know, I like my <laughs> nappy women. Dug out. I like my women, you know, to be really, you know, hairy down there. And now she done shaved it smooth. And I, that was the first, like, when I heard that shit, I was like, she cheating. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's the sign. Like, you don't even need to be on this show, bruh. She cheating. Cause like, what woman is gonna go through all that after you've been in a relationship? When, when she was completely fine being acceptable with any type of hair on her vagina that she wanted. Like, it's much more harder to shave your vagina Hell, into all these. Yeah, all these different right. shapes and colors. So and, now she went, yeah. she done went hairless. And then that shit itches when it grows back. Yeah, she done went hairless. You, she knows you don't like it mid relationship and no, didn't even bring it up. Yeah, she cheating. She cheating. That's another nigga that done been like, yo, you gotta cut this shit. And she was like, okay then yeah she don't care about what you think man so yeah that's uh anyway i don't even remember how we got on that yeah uh, neve is a whole <laughs> pimp neve is a whole pimp don't trust them uh and yes them niggas are gay and if everybody would stop wearing it like thinking it was such a bad thing they could come on out of course uh so the other day i had to get the car title um from north carolina the totaled car that some dude t-boned Yes, and, and you know, and I didn't. Th- I thought about this the other day, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the uh, blue uh, Honda we had, I yeah. towed that car twice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Well, this one how. wasn't your fault, so it's not really like you can say you towed this. No, I didn't tow this one, but I towed it one two times. So, um, so anyway, this this car is all you know, fucked up or whatever. So we got titles because we have to give it to, um. You have to give it to our insurance company so that we can get the payment and all that stuff taken care of. Um, 
and i get the title and i'm like okay cool here you go and they're like no it has to you have to sign it and it has to be signed in front of a notary yes sir now a notary is a notary republic is a person that does like official uh documentation for like uh official purposes so like that varies from state to state north carolina requires yeah not everyone requires it for everything and all that but um basically they operate as a witness and then they put a stamp on it and whatever you sign became official it's 2013 doesn't that sound like a job from like the 18th century or the 17th century like it sounds like some shit that you had to do with like a a hot wax uh seal and there used uh, to be wax yeah and, and a quill pen like it, it doesn't make fucking it's 2013 we haven't come up with a better way to verify this shit than to literally be like and hey, you need to go find a notary of the republic like, and pay it, them what, five to ten dollars it was free at my bank but okay, i mean the, the, bank, okay. the point being like motherfuckers gonna be wearing like uh powdered wigs and <laughs> pantaloons <laughs> it's 2013 with muskets on their shoulders yeah like in my, in my, my coworker, um, Devin, uh, she, uh, shout out to her. She came out with a new, uh, her new album's coming out soon. Um, and, uh, I got a sneak peek and it's dope. Um, we gotta get her on. Yeah, we definitely gotta get her on before she leaves. Um, so she, uh, she, I was talking to her like, Hey, do we have a notary at our job that I can get to do this? And she was like, uh, I don't know. My sister is a notary. And I was like, Oh, really? Your sister is a notary. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She works right across the street. We can go see her at lunch. I was like, you know what? I might do that. It'd be quicker. Then I was thinking like, wait a minute. Why would I do that? You're her sister. I can just give you the title. You can bring it to her at lunch. She can sign it. I can, like, I'll sign it. And then she can just stamp it and, and date it and bring it back. But then I realized that that's the whole purpose of a notary. Like, is that's illegal. Like, you can't do it. They need to see you sign it. Yes. So I was like. Is your sister a notary or is she a cool notary? Yeah, because there is a difference because one of my uh, co-workers was a notary Mm. and she would like just, she's like, pay me $5, I'll stamp it. Like literally. Well, nah, that's not what I mean by cool notary. I mean like I don't have to be there. Oh, Like she'll just accept it. Like it'll basically be illegal. It's like if I was going to ask somebody, uh, well, you know, can is your brother gonna buy the whole party alcohol even though we're underage it's like well my brother is of age it's like well is your brother cool yeah or is he gonna report us or is he gonna tell right so apparently uh her sister was not a cool notary i had to go to the bank so anyway i think someone should start a world underground organization for notarization where you have a bunch of people that (laughs) notarize shit uh for free or 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 for a cost but you don't have to be there i will pay extra to not be there Oh, that there is. I, I promise you that there is, because a lot of people. Well, how do we get into it, Karen? You seem to know, but then I need I need proof, not just theory. I need to know, and I need to know these people's names so I can get my shit notarized in the future without having to be there. In fact, it's not it's not even hard to be a notary. Like you can literally be a notary yourself, but I think it's illegal to stamp your own shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I need a cool organization of notaries that I just send them a bunch of signed documents. They notarize it without me being there and send it back. True. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. And my thing is like, what's what's the whole point about it being official? Because it, you know, I, I mean, I guess what they're saying is like, if your notary don't see you, and we find out. Which how the hell you fucking gonna find out? Mm-hmm. They're going to send them to jail or something. 
Is that part of the effort? I don't know. Code? I don't know what the penalties are, but they treat it seriously. Maybe they revoke your notarization license. I don't That's know. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, also speaking of Django, Django is like the black, uh, Rorschach chest test. Um, where that's that test where they show you like, uh, ink spots and then people tell you what, what it means to them and what they see. They're like, oh, that's a butterfly or that's a cloud or something like that. And they tell from your answers what kind of person you are. That's what Django is for black people. I'm learning more about the individuals watching the movie than the actual quality of the movie. Cause of course, everybody's analysis is so different. Yes, um, it is. All right. Let's talk about, uh, this is the last thing and we'll get into some stories and some guest race with the, Good folks who showed up on this Saturday morning. Um, let's talk about classism, Karen. Okay, what about it, baby? I don't know if you had to deal with this when you were a kid or not. But I think classism is bigger than racism in America. Yes, it is. As crazy as people think that is to believe. But yeah, it's absolutely bigger than racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, because classism infiltrates every nationality and every race. Period. All the way down the line. You know, even like even other countries is, you know, clad like where well, you might associate darker skin with lower class or whatever. But it's really the class element that's trying to trying to do it. And and we learn about class so early in life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people go, well, you know, not me. I don't teach my kids to hate anybody that doesn't have as much money as us. I don't even want my kid to think about money. And, you know, I don't teach my kids to do this and that. And I understand y'all. I'm not saying you're bad parents. I'm saying you can be the best of parents. It will still infiltrate your life. Yes, it will. You don't want your kid to be materialistic. You don't buy them, you know, Jordans and shit. You want them to earn stuff. Completely fine. Completely fine. But you can't stop classism. Nope. I'll and give, classism mm-hmm. and racism is tied more than people will admit. Yeah. And case in point, GoBots. <laughs> GoBots? That's right. Oh, the fake Transformers? GoBots. GoBots, for those of us that had them, uh, they had a shitty cartoon and shittier toys. And it was basically like a knockoff version of the Transformers. Mm-hmm. And I used to get GoBots when my mom would go to Family Dollar. She would buy me GoBots because Transformers cost too much. Yeah, she was like, I ain't paying no $25, $30 for you to tear this shit up. And GoBots, while sounding pretty cool mm-hmm. by yourself, they were pretty shitty toys. They They barely transformed at all. It's like the car would just split apart and the head would pop out or something. It's like tra- ah! Transformers have like 17 points of articulation that mm-hmm. you can transform a truck into a working mech and, and with shooting guns and lasers and fists that mm-hmm. pop out. And, GoBots. But GoBots is go, literally go, like. You know, GoBots was like the manual for, for that table you put together. You'd be like, wait a minute, AC going to 3, 4? No, 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 no. Not it's not complex? A, no, it's not complex at all. Okay. It was, it was so bad because it was so simple. It was literally like oh, okay. to transform this truck. You just turn the truck upside down. It's like, oh, <laughs> so it's already the robot form. Well, what about so moving? There was it? no transforming. Yeah, it's like, what about moving his arms? His, his arms don't move. <laughs> Nothing moves. Yes, yeah, but so his head. It was just so cheap and so tastelessly done. And you would get these 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 GoBots, and, and you know, parents would be like, "Well, do you want one Transformer this month or two hundred and seventy-five GoBots? Because GoBots are so cheap." Like one transformer was worth like twenty seven GoBots. Uh, yes, it was. So it's like you can get GoBot for one dollar twenty seven cent, or Optimus Prime for fifty dollars. It's like, of course you get uh, t- uh the twenty five GoBots. Of course you're gonna do that. Yes, because all jokes aside, 
kids tear shit up. Like, that's, that's what turned a lot of parents off, especially parents that are not rich. Mm-hmm. They were like, fuck that nigga. You ain't gonna know what the piece is eight minutes after you open up this box. No. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. And uh, I was thinking about GoBots and thinking about my parents. GoBots and classism. GoBots are the niggers of toys. <laughs> That's what it is. They are the niggers of toys, man. Like you pull out, like if you go play with your friends and they got all the toys out and shit and you're like, like, hey, Ron, let's play some toys. You're like, yeah, let's play toys. Now I know it's 2013. Most of y'all don't know what play toys are. Y'all been, you know, playing video games your whole life and shit like that. True. Playing toys is what used to happen when you would buy a physical toy and you go meet your friends up the street and you bang them into each other and talk shit. That's really what playing toys was. And uh, you used yeah. to have to use this thing. Uh, you probably, I don't think it exists today, but it's called imagination and you make up all the shit in your head. Ah! It's like Optimus Prime said he's going to be uh, the president of the toys today. It's like, you know, you make up scenarios and shit. Um, so you'll go over there and everybody's pulling out the toys like, yeah, Bumblebee is going to fight uh, Cobra Commander. Yay. And everybody's shooting each other and everybody's playing toys. And then uh, I go, hey, guys, can I play? They're like, yeah, right. Come on to play. And I pull out my GoBots and they be like, you get your goddamn GoBot nigger hands out of here. Don't and you it ever, comes out of nowhere too. Yeah, don't you bring those fucking go bots. They stare at you. Trying to drink out the same water. You go play in the mud with your go bots. You don't bring those filthy apes around here touching my good pristine white toys. Yes, and, and, and you know, didn't they have the transformers where you could like put them together and they form something else? I'm not thinking about yeah, okay, yeah, transformers. That's what I there was no go bots that linked together. No, you couldn't put Scooter and 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 and. Uh, F-15 or whatever the fuck his name was. You couldn't put them together. Mm-mm. No. Fuck no. That was, that was, that, that would never work. Go buy some standalone piece of shit toys that broke after two times you played with them. And of Transformers course. stood to stand the test of time, man. Don't mash them too hard together. They'll fall to pieces. Yeah. The only go that was any good, I think his name was F-15. He was a plain go He could pass as a Transformer. He was like the light-skinned go you know? The, tra- ah! the tragic mulatto of GoBots. Of group. Like, he was a GoBot with good hair and shit. Like, he could hang he out. Like, you, you can pass. We'll, we'll yeah. let you be here. You, you ain't can got no symbol, but we'll let you pass. Right. Until somebody was like, where your Autobot sign? Then they beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they would. But yeah, man, go. Like, classism is, is in toys, man. I don't. Did you ever have this as a girl? Um, since, you know, girls have toys too. Like, like if you pull out a brat's doll and everybody had Barbies, they was like, "Oh no, not that bitch! She got chlamydia. She can't fuck Clint Ken." Oh lord! <laughs> now they did have like the Barbie dolls, and you had like the knockoff Barbies mm-hmm. and the knockoff Ken, where they wouldn't like the real version. Um, you could tell because a lot of times, you know, the real Barbies like would have actually finger fingertips and like hand prints yeah you know knockout ones would be like a curve on the hand or like you see right. the thumb only right and the same thing with their feet it's like with the real barbie her feet would have an arch in it to show she wore high heels yeah the other ones their feet would be flat and the same thing with the kins the kins wasn't as muscular mm-hmm. like like you know the real ken will be muscular and cut like he just was tanning on the beach Mm-hmm. Uh, with with you know with, with that little with that little bump, which supposed to be his penis, you know, because right. I don't know about you, but I made my baby dolls fuck. Everybody did, and um, you know how many times we ran a train on Scarlet from GI Joe. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, but the the it's fake, war. I know, right? The fake ones, he would just be flat. 
he would have all the riffles and right. you know where his penis supposed to be it would be like a box <laughs> you know what's crazy is like it like it, it's amazing because that's when you learn as a kid that you're poor or that your parents ain't spending a lot of money on shit you know like the first time your friend pulls out all five pieces of the predacons and all you got is a scooter from the go and one arm fell off you're like yo man we we poor like we don't have a lot of money like we're not spending a ton of money on toys and shit like that and this nigga got all of metroplex and uh, adjustable pieces and my, and my thing is this they might be poor too their parents just spent more money because yeah. there are a lot of poor people that spent a lot of money but it on start, their children but the classism starts there the yes, materialism okay. starts there that, that are true it's actually why i love that my grandma used to go to the flea mall and to the uh thrift store because oh, i would get good nice ass shit. toys they just was used nobody had to know that they would just think i've been beating up my metroplex it's like no this metroplex is new to me but y'all don't got to know that ain't that the truth you know now but, i can transform and join the rest of the crew and not feel left out exactly exactly but yeah man the classism and toys man is definitely a eye-opening thing and it happens all the time to these kids and I don't know if people talk about it that much, but they, yeah. they, they don't. And, and I guess for me, cause I was the only child and a lot of times I spent a lot of time alone. So a lot of times when my mama bought me stuff, it was not only what I wanted. So I didn't really get too much of that classism. And I guess for me, uh, because I, you know, my family went rich, mm-hmm. but I would look you in the face and tell you I'm not poor. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel poor. I mean, like I, we were not poor. We were not poor, but it's just, you feel poor in that moment. Okay, okay. It's like yeah, y'all you, shit. You feel is, less than. Yeah, y- yeah, y'all shit is nicer than me. And y'all are letting me know that my U.S. Defense Force is not the same as G.I. Joe. Ah! And that's why he can't hold the same gun. And his thumb keep breaking off when I try to put the gun from the G.I. Joe's in his hand. You know? Yep. And I was able to get 57 U.S. Defense Force for your G.I. Joe's. But that's, you know, it's like. That shit don't matter, man. Like, I don't know the names. These motherfuckers ain't got no cartoon. You know, like, what's the name of this one? I think it's Parachute or... No, no. Uh His name is Boxy because he came in a box. That's all that matters. Yeah. His name is Plastic Man because he made a plastic. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, man. Um... I think that's about it. Uh, we can go ahead and do some articles now. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. You ready to play against the race? Well, not yet. Not yet. We had just regular articles to talk about first. Okay. Um, I didn't read this whole blog post, but apparently there was some Twitter account uh, talking about save white people yesterday. From what? Um, from who? From being from 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 being oppressed in America. Oppressed by who and oppressed by what? Uh, racism. You see, they're a voice for the silent majority. Oh, oh, you're talking about the silent majority that passed most of American laws? That silent majority? Mm-hmm. The silent majority that's in our Congress, in our Senate? Yeah, CaucasianPersuasion.com. Uh, they're a pro-white, uh, pro-white, uh, <laughs> pro-white play, uh, website. Uh, hey, I, know- could, I could play a video from them. Okay, okay, go ahead. This is 10 minutes long. I don't know. Oh, hi there. What are you going to say? I'm uh, John King from the CaucasianPersuasion.com. I'm here to wish all of you a happy new year. Right now it's December 31st, and I'm here in Jasper, Indiana, my hometown. And as you can see, we've got a lot of snow around here after several storms. So 
We, um, I want to talk about and reflect about how we've had a great year for white nationalism this year. In the past year, let's see, we've, um, well, at Towson State University, we had the first white student union established. By the way, it's a white man standing in the snow. It don't get more whiter than that. Ah, clear, right? That's pretty white. And then, um, that, I'm not playing these whole videos because they're so long, like 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Here's another one on white genocide. Is it fact or fiction? Whitepeople.com. Editing isn't that good. <laughs> you go from loud music to silence. Right. That's just a. Wow. Did we step out of nowhere? <laughs> so there's this is a trick you can do where you take a green screen and you put it on something like a curtain. So it looks like you're looking at a picture of something. And then the dude walks through the curtain. So it looks like he appeared out of nowhere in yes, his pristine picture of whiteness. I'm John King from the White Voice at SaveWhitePeople.com. I'm here today to talk to you on the subject of global white genocide. Yes, the white or Caucasian race is facing the specter of genocide in the coming century. Currently, our race is sitting at about 16% of the world's population and is in rapid decline due to decreasing birth rates. At the same time, our rulers are flooding our nominally white countries with people from the third world. These two trends will lead to the genocide of our people if left unchecked. I'm standing here in a graveyard, a very apropos place for starting this talk. He's not standing in a graveyard. No, nigga, because you look like you, you appeared like Jesus. Like I was like, where the hell did he come from? The background is some suburbs, by the way. As people, we are all individually aware of our mortality. All that are born into this world must die. But we assume that our race goes on forever. In this presentation, I will make the strongest possible case that the white race as a whole is dying and is facing a crisis for its very existence, and that if we do not act, our race will be delegated to the dustbin of extinct species. So, so I'm assuming this dude does not follow the white one-drop rule. Um, Jesus. Oh, my. You, and you know what? Okay. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your race and proud of who you are. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. The problem that I have is this. They act as though. And and it's sad, but it's like because of their privilege and because of where they come from, they don't understand how racist this sound to people that are non-white. Yeah, You know, because if you're talking about genocide, you're erasing a lot of the genocide that white and Caucasian people put on other people's hundreds and thousands of years ago. We don't want to talk about none, none of that. None of that matters. You wiped out entire races, entire cultures and, and entire communities. And we're still feeling those effects from that today. Um you, you, you're missing the fact that in, in, in our country, I know he's talking about in the world, but in America, you know, and uh, in, in, in still to today, the white population is the largest population. You know, you do have more Hispanics and more African-Americans than you have never before. And I think for the first time, uh, the numbers are declining. But the thing is that you still have to. Samson, the NYPD oh, informs shit. me that they are still Sorry. on the hunt for. 
sorry no problem but you still have majority of the power you still pass a lot of laws and rules and regulations you still do you, you still do things to to hold back other races creeds colors and religions that are not like yours and that don't agree with whatever you think it is and my thing is that it to me it's just funny how all of a sudden you feel like you need to speak out on a race in general who already has who 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 a lot of white people are born with a lot of privileges automatically because they're white there's some of them that can't see and then when people try to bring it out back like no 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 that don't exist but it does and my thing is that there's nothing wrong with you loving your race there's nothing wrong with you supporting your race but you also have to understand how does it sound to people that are not white it sounds very racist it sounds very condescending it sounds like you're dismissing everything that happened to any other race and you feel like your race is above all yeah uh that's all nice and everything that you just said that um i have nothing to say literally i don't care they can have their site there's like 500 people following them on twitter i just thought it was funny man that they just motherfuckers did that like, oh they're angry too. it's only funny to me like there's nothing else about this shit that i can be upset about uh some white dude is talking about white people getting genocided and uh listing all the black crimes in the world and shit it's like whatever okay have a good time with that. Labiaplasty. Okay, what about it? You know what it is? Yes. The procedure that clips off portions of a woman's labia minor, the inner lips of her vulva, so that she looks more like a pristine porn star. Are you talking about the clitoris? No, 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 not the Uh-oh. clitoris. Wait a minute, I'm in the wrong area of the vagina. Where we at then? The lips. Labia means oh, okay. lips in uh, Latin. Um, labia minor is uh the lips on the inside of your vagina labia major is the outside lips um so a lot of times you know women have this this thing where people talk about looking like roast beef they talk about their vagina like uh after pregnancy sometimes looks a little bit like pushed out or something people always talk yeah because you push the baby out yeah, people always like to talk shit about how people's vaginas look and stuff like that. You watch enough porn, you see all kinds of vaginas. Yes, you do. Um, well, um, labia plasty, which is this procedure that clips all portions of a woman's vagina lips so they look smoother, is the most common vaginal rejuvenation surgery. I believe that. Like a lot of people talk about vaginal rejuvenation and normally it's like, well, you want to get back tight. You had surgery had, uh, you know, maybe you had a baby and you want to tighten it back up. But the actual most common is just one that is a cosmetic procedure. Uh, one Southern California doctor says his most popular procedure is called the Barbie. Yeah, well, you will look like a barber, and barber's, barber lips were smooth. You can slide off of them. Which wax out the entire labia minora so that only the outer labia are visible as smooth as plastic. My thing is, I'm not fucking mad at the plastic. Yep. Um, Christine O'Regan says, uh, who didn't exactly go under the knife but got creepily close to it for her investigation into labiaplasty. Her consultation with Dr. Ronald Black took place in an ominously girly room with pink curtains, plump cushions, and a poster on the wall depicting a female body with the words rejuvenate, repair, rejoice, cool. The Stepford Wives wives are real. This this person's editorializing, obviously. And my thing is that what are the side effects of this? I don't know. Uh, Dr. Blatt showed O'Regan what her vulva would look like without those disgusting inner lips getting in her way. Basically, if you can imagine, it'll be a straight down, straight line down from your clitoris. He said, nice and tidy. 
and when she eventually elected not to mutilate her body to look like skipper's older sister uh he seemed disappointed and patronizing yeah i mean because am am i yeah why because you, you fucking with this money he said, like, I spent all this money and bought you in here and showed you. And you was like, nah, I want that shit. Well, it's his job, first of all. So she fucking with his money, of course. Yes. Like I said. Am, am I, am I, I don't know this uh, so much about, you know, male standards of beauty as much as this is about, um, I mean, in his yeah. case, it's a, oh, it's okay, a money okay, thing. I say in his case, yeah, in most cases, it is a male standard right. of beauty. Yeah. But in his case, she just ta- said, I'm, I'm, I don't want this thousands of dollars in your pocket. And he had to be like, what? thousands of dollars in your pocket you came in here you obviously got some insecurity about it that's what he's thinking of course and my thing is this um maybe this is just me so basically they give your coochie lips a trimming mm-hmm. they smooth it up give it an edge up um with my feet wedging the fluffy pink stirrups dr black carefully normalized my request he reassured me that i was that i am about our regular labioplasty patient uh, reminiscent of the time my dentist told me I was a perfect candidate for tooth whitening. When I expressed that at the end of the consultation, wondering out loud if I need the surgery, he shrugs his shoulders and smiles benevolently, whatever makes you happy. Uh, I don't see how that makes him some type of evil person, but okay. Dr. Black, by the way, is less of a vulva hater than some of his colleagues. Consider Dr. Red Allenson, Allenside, a Laguna Beach, oh, Florida, Laguna Beach, you're, <laughs> Uriel John gynecologist who uh, invented the Barbie surgery, which amputates the entire icky labia minora. This results in a clamshell aesthetic, a smooth genital area, the outer labia appearing sealed together with no labia minora protrusion. Uh, what the Alice, hell is this? What what the hell is what, Karen? Like I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to describe what you're looking like. So so what do do they cut it? Do they cut it to your thigh? I don't understand. Do you have no lips at all? No, you have your outer lips. Yes. Which is the kind that kind of looks like a clamshell. Yes. And then there's normally people have something like that protrudes out of that, or some people do, not yes, everyone. They, yes, they do. That protrudes out of that a little bit. That is their inner vagina lips. And yes. Some people make jokes about it. They call it roast beef or whatever on Twitter and stuff. And, uh, but, but, but that's a natural look too. Yes, like it's it nothing, is shameful about it no it's not but a lot of people do make it feel shameful it's like you know people make people have feel shameful about having smaller breasts or uh people make someone feel shameful about um having an outy belly button you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's a natural thing that occurs but some people do feel insecure about it um and you know with plastic surgery it's really one of those things where it's like it sucks that people put that pressure on people Mm -hmm. and it sucks that people buy into that pressure but at the same time I would not feel comfortable telling someone they should not or should get something like that if it's going to make them feel better about themselves. True. And and my thing is that it's sad, but at one, at some point in time, you got to feel comfortable about your body and just love your body, however it comes. And for some, for men and for women, but for women more, because a lot of times women have a tendency to be judged more on how they, they, they how they look. And mm-hmm. the thing about it, people judging, judging your, your vulva lips, your coochie lips, but they ain't fucking you. Well, and the thing also is if that's what you want, who is anyone to tell you that's, that you can't get it? And that's true too. Like this article. But, but get it because you want to. Like this article is obviously a, a editorial, but it is a bit slanted towards, <laughs> slanted, but it is a bit slanted towards the idea that if you get this surgery, you somehow are less of a woman or 
less of a person and being controlled you can't possibly just want this and feel better about yourself um and there's nothing wrong with it you do want it alan side tells me he invented the barbie in 2005 i had been doing more conservative labioplastics before then but i kept getting patients who wanted almost all of it out he would come in and say, I want, uh, they would come in and say, I want a Barbie. So I develop a procedure that would give them this comfortable, athletic, petite look safely. And I have a question. I'm, I'm just wondering from outside looking in, how long does it take that shit to heal? Does mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how long before you can have sex again? I mean, they, they, they nipping off your coochie lips. So it's going to be a long time for you to get any, any action down there. This lady goes on to say, the art, the, the person who wrote the article, why the fuck do women want their vulvas to look like they're made out of plastic? A minority of women seek out labiaplasty for non-aesthetic, aesthetic reasons, but most do because they're embarrassed or ashamed of their abnormal lower lips. We can blame Brazilian bikini waxes, the mainstream media, and, of course, porn. Girls are more aware of what they look like now, Alter uh, admits. And lucky for them, for him, Blast's website entices clients by stating that some women just want to look, quote-unquote, prettier like women they see in magazines or in their films. Ugh. But that's true. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like you're upset with the state of life and sexual competition and people's insecurities is like the, what people never consider about this shit is like let's say you banned all everyone from doing this surgery if, it, if it's it, unless it was if it was unless it was like some type of medical condition you banned these people from look you can't get this surgery and no one can perform the surgery you will have a lot of people who are sad that they couldn't get the surgery true and there's nothing you can ever going to be able to do about that mm-hmm. Um, we can also blame the doctors themselves for perpetrating the Barbie ideal. Obviously, doctors want their patients to feel self-conscious about their body so that they'll pay them for alterations. Labiaplasty can cost anywhere from $2,000 to $6,000. Plastic surgery in private practice is really about money farming, one anesthesiologist said. Uh, some more number crunching here. So, um, we'll go into that in a second, but it is their business and that's more of an issue with the medical system in general mm-hmm. like it's a for-profit system in the united yes, states is. so you're just not gonna find and pick any procedure any procedure. you're not gonna find doctors who are like telling actively telling people don't do this ain't that the truth unfortunately that's just the, the truth of the matter um the American College of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons recorded 2,140 vaginal rejuvenation surgeries in 2010. The International Society of Aesthetic Plastic, of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons uh, estimates that 5,200 procedures are performed annually. That's actually not a lot. No, that's not. While this is markedly less than the breast augmentation surgeries, over 300,000 were performed in 2011. Uh, the figures are alarming given the relatively newness, uh, the relative newness of vaginal rejuvenation procedures. The first recorded labiaplasty occurred in 1984, but the surgery remained relatively obscure until the late 90s. The lack of auditing and regulation in the field, um, I guess due to that. According to the American Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgery, the vaginal rejuvenation industry was worth around $6.8 million in 2009. The number is now undoubtedly much higher and does not take into account any procedures performed by gynecologists. So, um, yeah, it's like it seems like this person is just kind of like this is bad and there's just no way. That it could to, be good. That it could possibly be good and, you know, or, I, for I anyone. Dis- I disagree with that. Like I said, if it's something that you choose to do, 
and you got the money and you want to do it you you got the right to do it like you don't have to do it nobody's forcing you or begging you and a lot of times it sounds like even a woman that we was initially talking about it sounds like as soon as she found that the doctor had may have may, may have showed a form of disappointment mm-hmm. that he automatically was woman bashing when right, that like, might not have been true right you know and she needed it for her study or her article to be like yes. this dude is the worst but it's like i don't find him to be the worst he no. thought he was about to make six thousand dollars and you told him i actually I, I just wasted all your time i don't want this and he's like and he then he even says okay well um as long as you're happy yeah, y- that, yes. so it's like i can see if he would have been like well yeah you're never gonna be happy with your with your vagina as is like he didn't say that Mm-mm. so i don't know i feel like they're reaching in this article yep. um but i will say this about dudes i find it really weird how uptight dudes are about pubic hair mm-hmm. and how vagina like looks aesthetically um as far as like oh this vagina got pussy lips on in the and they're too big i'm like fuck this vagina is it's really weird to me mm-hmm. like that someone would like and, and 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 maybe that's a i think what's funny is porn gets blamed for a lot of stuff that are just societal issues ain't that's true i think people felt this way for a long time but now because of porn people can be like well if they didn't see it in porn they wouldn't feel this way now mm-hmm. dudes have always felt that they control the woman's body and that she should do everything in her power to be attractive to them that's and right that's never changed and that's never going to go away either it's been yes, that way forever since y'all since women were wearing these fucking tight metal braces and girdles and shit and these dresses that made them have to walk a certain way it has always been that way and it always will be that way yeah, as and, far and- as dudes wanting women to conform to their standard of beauty yeah and the sad part about it is that people and and i guess from a woman's perspective it's like okay the woman needs to do everything jump through fire hoops perform a fucking circus right but it's it's and 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 i feel like this well nigga what are you doing it's it's almost like the it's like i could be fat overweight out of shape beer gut you know, I, I can do whatever the fuck I want to, and she's just going to love me. Nigga, you need to be attractive to my eyes, too. I don't know why. why and, 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 and that's where it's frustrating. It's like, okay, if I'm going to do all this shit, you need to be appealing to me, too. I need to be turned on, too. I, You know, I, I don't want to. And, and that's that's the thing. If right, the, but here's the thing, though. It's not even, like, even women perpetuate this shit on other women. Yeah, nah, that's true, like, too. That's the that's thing. True like, too. Like, it, like, it's a societal thing. It's not even, like. Well, all it's like I think men have bought into it as much, but men have always felt that way. But honestly, like every time you see a woman be like, well, why she got her legs like that? Or, you know, or, you know, um, like, uh, for example, the whole thing with, uh, well, uh, you need to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Like that's not dudes that necessarily like dudes don't even necessarily promote that. A lot of that pressure they, comes they, from other women like to and a lot of times they are worse than the men. Right, like to fit in, these are things you need to do. Now, I'm not saying anyone's off the hook here, Mm-mm. but it's a societal thing. I don't think it's ever going away. I don't even think we can solve it. It's literally, it's just perpetuated by everyone just about all the time. And it's always weird when I hear, you know, people go in on like, well, you need to, if she got hair on her vagina, I'm not even fucking with her. It's like, because she's a, well, that's a sign that she's a grown ass woman or what? Yeah. Like, yeah, you want to fuck like, a 13 year old? Ain't that the truth? But it's just a weird thing to me. But a lot of people buy into it. I don't think we can solve it here on the show. But no, and and I, and I guess from from my uh, perspective, uh, I've always kind of pushed back against that because I do really understand that. Even growing up as a kid, 
Um, it was something as simple as, cause I was kind of tomboyish. Mm-hmm. So I didn't fit into a lot of, you know, a lot of those, you know, stereotypes. I was the one with the, you know, the baseball cap and looking all dirty and, and wearing, you know, uh, sweatpants. No, that. you know, that's a lie, Karen. You had a, uh, you had a Jerry Curl, so you could put a baseball cap on top of that. It would slide off. Yeah. <laughs> it would smell like activated. <laughs> well, it did smell like activated. Probably be flammable. Yeah, and I did not. I, I did stay away from fire. People that smoked, and that's why yeah. I never smoked myself. I wasn't trying to catch my ass on fire. Couldn't put it close to anybody, any heat source. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, anyway, man. The point being, uh, I, I I saw that and I was like, yeah, I guess that's crazy that people want to get the Barbie, like the smoothest pussy possible. But um, and you know, blame it on porn if you want to. But I really think it's. Uh, deeper than porn. I think porn has been a cop out for a lot of people's causes. Yeah, that's just this. Where they just want to stop there. Yeah. It's like blaming video games for mass shootings and shit, where it's like, you don't want to confront the fact that society is completely fucked up. Yes, it is. You'd rather talk about porn or video games or music. And other shit that's, than, e- that's irrelevant to yeah, the discussion at hand. And actual causes of yeah, this shit. Yeah, and, and it's some of them things where, it, and, and, and not to get off the subject of the labia, this is one of them things where something as simple as shaving your legs, shaving them thing of your armpits. You have some people, some women don't shave their legs at all. You some women that, you know, think that's dirty. Same thing with uh, underarm pits and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? Just let her be whoever she is. And if she's comfortable in her skin, that's all that matters. But like you say, it's one of those things where men are judgmental, but women are more misogynistic than men can ever hope to be because they feel like I'm a woman. So I have the right to criticize you a lot more than a man ever will. And they'll do things like, you know, your ass got to look like this. Your titties got to perk up like this. You know, if you want a man, well, how do you know I'm even looking for one? But it's one of those things where, where they assume that because you're a woman, you automatically are going out there every day looking to be chose by some man. Yep. So you're going to be chose by a man. Busting a cyber stalker, how Carla Franklin fought back and triumphed. Uh oh. This is hard to do because in real life, regular stalkers are hard to win over. Ain't right? that the truth? I remember feeling stunned, then sick, sitting at my desk at a New York City consulting firm in 2009. I had randomly Googled my name, the jarring result, a series of strange montages on YouTube, all containing snapshots of me along with the label whore. The photos. Wait a minute. Google y'all yourselves, people. You'd be amazed at what you find out. But go ahead, baby. The photos cobbled together from various corners of the internet were shots from a beauty pageant and a few acting jobs I held in the past. When I was signed with a regional modeling agency, my mind raced. Who hated me this much to post those things? Who would call me a whore? And then I knew exactly who had done it. I had first met Sean Moss four years earlier in December 2005. At that time, I had recently transferred to Philadelphia from Austin, Texas, while working on a software as a software consultant for IBM. I was excited to be in Philadelphia. I had a nice change of pace. It was a nice change of pace from North Carolina, where I'd grown up in a small town, later going to college at Duke. I met Sean at a network mixer. He was getting his MBA from Wharton. I was in my late 20s, looking to make new friends, applying to business school, doing some modeling for catalogs and commercials just for fun. When I told Sean I was working on MBA applications, he offered to help. And with that, he began a quest to spend more than half a decade harassing me, stalking me, eventually becoming a cyber bully. 
I'm telling my story now so that other women can learn from my experience. Law enforcement has not caught up to technology when it comes to online harassment. True. I want to change that. This month I filed a lawsuit against Sean. I will not be his victim. Wouldn't it be funny if I was reading this and it's like, oh, yeah, she dead now, y'all. He got her. <laughs> yes. That, that went she, to, she, she tapped on her computer screen and it shot her. Yeah. That went in Philadelphia. I traveled a lot for work. I enjoyed the single life and dating casually. I went out with Sean a few times. I remember some red flags. He seemed a bit testy, angry, as if the world were against him. For instance, I sent him a jokey e-card on his birthday, and he accused me of viewing him as a joke. Wow. Oh, wow. One night he got furious that his rugby teammates had invited him to a party. We cra- or hadn't invited him. We crashed the party and an awkward evening ensued as he aggressively introduced me to everyone as a model and apparent attempt to one up the guys. Another night when he so- started grilling me about other men, I suspected that he had peeked at my cell phone text. We argued. He had been, we'd just been on a few dates. We were not a couple. I hardly even knew him. I told him this wasn't going to work and stopped communicating with him. Ain't that the truth? That's crazy. And people talking about fuck you and your craziness. Take that shit somewhere else. Mm-hmm. All of y'all in the chat room. All of you. In the spring of 2006, I got accepted into the MBA program at Columbia University in New York City. As I packed up to leave Philadelphia, I decided to tie up loose ends, including Sean. I sent him a brief goodbye email wishing him luck and saying that, I thought he would do well in life. I was young, naive, and I didn't want anyone to have bad feelings towards me. True. That's always a mistake. I'm yeah. telling y'all right now, that's why I stay what I say uh, out loud. That's why I say what I say so openly and honestly towards people. So everybody know how you feel. I'd rather us both be like, fuck you and to each other yes. than sit around and act like we cool when we not because crazy people thrive off of the social... Um, politeness of others yes and they do they will infringe upon you if you do not push back and so, say no and and yeah. what, what i've realized is that a lot of times and this is just me from personal experience sometimes people treat your niceness as weakness and right. they will take advantage of your weakness and they will take you to the point to where you snap but before we get there my thing is that you have to see crazy from a distance and i've gotten to the point where there are some characteristics that i know that are crazy and i'm like nah fuck you i got to go and this is why uh in real life and even on even on the internet sometimes you really have to be safe because before you know they'll bring these problems in your life that you weren't even looking for yeah um so uh so she wrote that looking back i can see that that friendly gesture was a misstep can't be friendly to crazy. Can't be nice to crazy. No, you can't. You got to tell crazy to get the fuck away from you. He wrote back, your FOS, in other words, full of shit. Suddenly, I had no problem writing them off. That fail, I mean, that fall, actually was a fail. That fall, as I started school in New York, I received scattered te- cell phone texts from Sean, mainly pesky little notes about his day-to-day life. Like, I don't know why companies don't have it where I can just say, block "Block this person from sending me text. I have not comprehended why I can't block text and why I can't block telephone numbers. I can block emails and other shit, but somehow cell phones are so behind. I don't think that they just people and people would pay for the shit. I have actually called uh, 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 AT&T and was like, hey, 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 can I block shit? They was like, man, we don't have that technology yet. People have called. Well, then y'all need to get on this shit and get it. I will pay for the fucking service where I can block people. Sometimes he would send odd sayings like sex does a body good. Other times he would say he had Googled me telling me what he had found, such as the fact that another woman shared my name. I just ignored him. And then he showed up randomly at a mixer for Columbia MBA students in New York. He walked in, made a beeline for me, said he moved to the city for a job. I was alarmed. I was alarmed, but I didn't panic. 
i wasn't it wasn't necessarily inappropriate for him to be at the event we ran in similar circles so a friend could have invited him but still i was on high alert to his weird behavior he apologized for his actions back in philadelphia and i was distant but polite i see now that he misinterpreted my politeness as interest yes because he's crazy sporadic obsessive burst of emails texts and calls followed to the point where i told him outright that we could not be friends eventually changing my cell phone number then he put me on a group email list where he announced that he had become engaged to a brazilian woman good i thought now he will leave me alone the group emails kept coming detailing wedding plans again i ignored them then he started showing up at now see you can't block emails i don't know why she didn't do that no then she he, might not know maybe i don't know she's an mba well she yeah she knew i'm sorry then he started showing she was curious a little bit probably see what he was up to but then then he started showing up at columbia events where i happened to be such as black business student gala he didn't speak to me just stared oh my god at the gala he danced beside me elbowing me but not saying anything wow later that night he sent a bizarre email saying miss your funny spirit and personality i wasn't sure what to do he had never threatened me he had just been a nuisance but this is getting spooky the emails would come and go in waves but when i would start to get nervous and think i should report them they would drop off for a few months and anyway that uh what what would i report him for being a nuisance i kept hoping that if i ignored him he would continue to get he would get bored and fixate on someone else like his fiance he didn't continue to harass me throughout graduate school i don't school. think the fiance was real me either when i graduated i traveled to africa on a grant working at a pair of businesses consulting projects there the strangest thing happened a man i considered a mentor back in new york emailed me a photo of himself practically naked wearing nothing but a speedo and a sombrero at first i thought it was some kind of joke i asked him what on earth was he doing we had never dated the photo was totally inappropriate he replied his reply for me he said he had been receiving sexually explicit texts from an old cell phone number that belonged to me oh so whoever got her old cell phone number was getting his harassment yep oh shit well how did they find her well you know you can request a cell phone number right so he must have requested her old cell phone number from whatever company and then started texting this this dude that was her mentor as if it was her oh oh so so the dude was sending photos of her to her mentor not maybe not of her but of some one you know you can find any picture on the internet and say it's someone else wow when i got back to new york two more male friends said the same thing they had received x-rated texts from my old cell phone number the texts were rude notes about masturbation s&m and one of the texts invited guys to knock down my door tie me up and rape me oh my god are you serious i was flabbergasted i sent an email to all my friends telling them to ignore any obscene text at that time i thought perhaps it it how had something to do with a cell phone that had been stolen maybe someone had somehow tapped into my contacts it didn't occur to me that sean could be behind it I, I had never heard of software that could illegally download to spoof someone's cell phone making it appear that texts are coming from that person's number <gasps> i will find out later in the spring of 2009, nearly four years after I first met Sean, a series of events led me to take legal action. First, he randomly appeared and followed me onto a subway platform, startling me about complaining and complaining about problems in his new marriage. I felt a wave of fear. He rode the subway with me. When we got out, I was terrified he would follow me. I told him I was going home to meet my boyfriend. Soon after, I saw him at a mutual friend's barbecue. He didn't speak to me, but when I left, I had a call from our mutual friend. She said Sean had freaked out after I left, interrogating her about who I was dating. She said, I'm so sorry. I forgot you and Sean had been involved in a relationship. 
I couldn't believe we had only gone on a few dates years earlier. My friend said Sean had claimed he'd gone out with me for an entire year. Wow. I flipped out. I realized he had concocted some fictional chain of events in his twisted mind. And then I saw the YouTube photo montages calling me a whore. I knew Sean was responsible and he would never stop. I pictured myself married with kids someday. He would show up at my front door with a knife. I needed to fight this. I'm trying to tell you and kill you and your whole family, girl. I called a friend whose boyfriend worked for the FBI. He advised me to take screenshots of the montages, then flag them as copyright infringement so YouTube would take them down. Then he helped me draft an explicit letter to Sean telling him to leave me alone. Sean replied four times asking me to call him. More menacing comments about me began popping up on the Internet, on message boards and blogs. Even beneath a video of me in Africa, in one posting, my contact info appeared. <gasps> Facebook page was created in my name using a beauty pageant swim swimsuit shot. I was constantly Googling myself looking for hateful postings. I wrote to Google for advice. I was told I didn't need a court order to get the IP address from the computer where uh, where these things were coming from. Then the person could be identified and stopped with an order of protection. Wow. I got a lawyer, and in t- August 2010, I filed a court order at the New York Supreme Court to get that IP address. Within hours of the filing, New York, the New York tabloid reporters, always alert for juicy court news, started reporting on it. Mm-hmm. And not very accurately. They posted sensationalistic stories online with headlines like, Brainy X model suing Google. Why is she not suing Google? Before I realized <laughs> these stories were popping up, my manager at the Wall Street Technology Consulting Firm where I work called me into a conference room. His words blindsided me. He said my job was being phased out. It had nothing to do with my performance. At the time, I was confused. I hadn't seen the headlines yet. When I saw them, I knew exactly why my job was being eliminated, and I was disgusted. I had told my boss two weeks earlier that I was being stalked. Now I was trying to stop the perpetrator, and I was losing my job because I made the headlines. Wow, and I would sue them too. She won her court order, got the IP information. So that was good. Next up, link it to a physical street address, which required a new court order to get that information. Good grief. Shit. So I got that court order too. Early 2011, the internet service provider alerted the owner of the IP address that I was seeking his street address. The owner of the IP address was Sean. And I knew this because the lawyer, his lawyer showed up in court to fight it, effectively admitting the IP address belonged to Sean. That's all the evidence I needed. That spring, I got an order of protection against Sean. In late 2011, I learned about the cell phone spoofing. I got a subpoena for, to, for AT&T mm-hmm. to produce phone records showing that Sean had indeed been behind those antics, too. Along the way, a police detective, this you know what this is making me think? You need a lot of money to fight a stalker. Yes, you do. In, in, on the Internet, you need yeah. a lot of money because you, you have to go prove stuff. You have to go get records. You have to go get subpoena. And I understand why they make it like this because for people's privacy. But, but you know, once you start getting lawyers involved and law enforcement involved, then you have to pay fines and fees and penalties. So if you're poor and you just got Internet and somebody's stalking you, there's almost nothing you can do. Yep. Along the way, she found out another he had stalked another woman in 2008 shit during all this time i had lawyers tell me they didn't know anything about the internet harassment and judges telling me i was wasting their time one judge told me point blank that i didn't belong in her court said she had more important cases of abuse to deal with because i had no physical signs of trauma she didn't think my battle mattered why what what so basically they're saying if, if if this motherfucker don't come and stab you or kill you what the fuck you doing in my court yep Adding to my anxiety, some of my friends told me I was making a big deal out of nothing. Ooh, 
wouldn't be my friend after that shit i'll tell you that much what i found out who my true friends are the cream rises to the top i also learned that sean was going around calling me a liar i became exhausted depressed but i but all the while i continue to fight to expose this bully and regain my peace of mind at every step i studied this laws myself becoming my own legal advocate this month I filed a lawsuit against Sean to collect damages for stalking, harassment, criminal impersonation, and defamation. I want to I want to stop him from doing this to me and other women. The story I tell here is laid out in my lawsuit. I need to take a stand. Sean's lawyer has stated that my lawsuit is without merit. People ask if I worry that the suit will only make Sean angrier. I refuse to live in fear, quietly hoping he will go away. Ain't my that bro- the truth? He ain't went away this long. He ain't going to well. Yeah, and a lot of the shit, you know, can end with your death or physically getting hurt or yes, something. Yes, but, but for the fact that you're making shit public, he's not going to mess with you right now. My goal now is to educate people about online crimes and how to fight them. To that end, I'm working as a full-time management consultant under my own business shingle. I'm happier and better paid than when I worked for Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street firm that didn't stand by me. Outside of work, I'm anti-cyber. I'm an anti-cyber crimes advocate. I've spoken on panels and on the radio, both as an expert and a survivor. I worked as a legislative consultant with New York Senate. I want to fight for women who might not have the money or resources to go after the online stalkers. Yes, because I guess from her personal experience, she realized this shit is expensive. And who are told in court that cyber bullies aren't real. I want politicians, legal experts, and law enforcement to take this crime seriously. I think they have a lot to learn. It's my mission to help teach them. Guess the race of this woman who was getting stalked by this bully. Oh, y'all didn't see that coming, did you? I didn't know this was guess the race. Let me check the chat room and see what they think. Hmm. Okay, that's not really a race. So uh everybody's everybody's stumped, man. A big booty black woman says Larry Neckbone. Black, white, oppressor, white, <laughs> oppressor. <laughs> Asian. Uh white labia surgery <laughs> surgery patient. Lead in a lifetime movie. Uh, the correct answer is, let's see, fine sister says T dot Dave, Jody Foster White. The correct answer is this woman right here. You can see her in the chat now or on the screen. Black lady, black lady got stopped. And you know what? I stopped. I applaud her because I do believe that they don't take it seriously. It's almost like the police don't take it seriously. The court system don't take it seriously. It's like you got to be bust me upside my head for, for, for anybody to protect me. Why? This is why I also said that we use the term bullying too fucking loosely. This is a bully. This dude tried to destroy someone's life. People were like, you call me. her job. Yeah, you call me stupid on the internet. Yeah, you're a bully. It's like, no, 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 no. This shit is some bullying shit. This motherfucker tried to destroy her life single-handedly. Like, crazy. That, like, just eat. She doesn't have a job. She didn't have a job for a time because this dude. Wow. Showing up at places. Yeah. Making, making fake shit. Sending out pics. Using like, her cell phone. Making, put, having, having a whole YouTube channel of you. Come on, yeah, dog. Crazy. Um, all right. Let's do some more guest race. This is a story about a, uh, um, well, you know, we've been talking about gun control for the last, like, few weeks, really, uh, since the Newtown or Newton, I guess, Newtown shootings, uh, shoot mass shooting to those kids. So this is a, another story. school yesterday saying it was for protection after the mass shooting in Connecticut. Students say the 11-year-old pulled it out of a backpack during morning recess, but district officials say they were notified later in the afternoon. 
Fox 13's Tamara Vaifunua joins us live from Kearns Elementary with the details on this. Tamara? Yeah, this is a big concern for a lot of parents, uh, many of them uh, saying this is a very scary situation. Uh, since we've been out here down in Cary this morning, we've seen a uh, police presence here, as you can see behind me, Granite School District Police here on site, as well as one park just down the street here. We have seen uh, police also circling the area. Whether or not that's in response to this uh, recent event, we're just not sure yet, but several concerned parents showed up here late last night demanding some answers, wanting to know how a sixth grader got a hold of a 22 caliber pistol who did it belong to and are his parents involved now fortunately the gun was not loaded parents are relieved that no one was hurt but still there's a lot to sort through this morning here's what granite school district leaders are saying once the teacher knew there was a weapon in the classroom the student was apprehended within 30 to 45 seconds and immediately brought down to the to the office and the police were on site within five to ten minutes. He told other students that he brought it. His parents gave it to him for protection because of what happened in Connecticut. Now, district leaders made a mass phone call to parents two hours after school got out, but by then, parents found out about it from their kids. Uh, Granite School district leaders say that a lockdown was not required because they were able to uh, handle the situation quickly, and they really didn't want to scare any children as well. Now, as far as the student involved in this incident who brought the gun to school, um, he has since been taken to juvenile hall and could be facing criminal charges and may not be allowed to return back here to school. Uh, but Dan and Carrie, as you can imagine, uh, some parents uh, concerned about the situation, concerned about the timeliness of when they were told. In fact, uh, we just read a Facebook post from uh, one parent who made a post on the Granite School District homepage this morning. She just found out about it from watching the news. At this point, she says she's not going to be bringing her children back uh, this week. Uh, Thursday is the last day until school break, and this parent says that she's just uh, too concerned right now until things cool off and we'll have her kids uh, return. After the holiday break. That's the very latest for now. We're live in Kearns, Tamara Vaifanua, Fox 13 News, Utah. Oh, well, actually, they didn't show the racist because it was a kid, but crazy. Like, the it, gun shit is so fucking insane where people are literally like, I'm going to give my kid a gun to take to school because <laughs> even without, and, and, and without bullets in it, like, what the fuck was your son going to do? with, with a gun, gun at with school? The, without bullets. And, 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 and this, the thing is like, What's so frustrating about it is that a lot of the people where everybody needs a gun, no, everybody don't need a gun, sweetie. Everybody, everybody don't need a gun. Um, and my thing is that I don't know. Nobody knows that this child was trained. How You know me. It doesn't even matter. He's a fucking kid with a gun at school. You can't do it. No, you can't. I don't can't. give a fuck what happened at any other school. You cannot send your kid to school armed. I'm sorry. But if it's that fucking important to you, homeschool the little motherfucker. They cannot be at school with a fucking gun. Ain't that the truth? Period. That's the end of the end of that fucking discussion. Like people are so like like I said, man, Americans react so poorly to fucking any tragedy. It's just overreacting so fucking much, man. Ah, um, speaking of uh, speaking of overreacting to guns and shit. <laughs> Um, um, there's also a, uh, th there was also an article where, um, they, they, there was a, uh, a news report that showed on TV a map of where people that own guns lived in like that city or whatever, that state. I disagree with this. And, um, 
two of the houses have now been robbed and their guns have been stolen that's right that what the fuck happens and not only that you end up uh labeling the houses that don't have guns yeah so you make these house target and and the thing about it is that i think the people that did the investigation went in and because the information is public Mm -hmm. but it's not like posted now you know what i mean like out in the open for everybody to see so if you go hunting for it that's one thing so basically like a newspaper uh, people people went and found it and then publicly posted it you're not considering safety you're not considering people well-being you're not considering any of this shit you well it's public we put it out there okay but they're not looking for you and on top of that like, like we have people that are too extreme. You have people that want to take everybody guns, and you right. got people that want everybody to have a gun. And you know these people come home. You have people, people who harassing them. You got a gun, protesting outside their front door and bullshit like that because that's what Americans do. And my thing is that people are being you. You go, you get into that harassment. You have the right to have a gun. No, I, I do think that you, that that the government needs to keep a track. But I do not think this this information needs to be public like this because this is the shit that happens and now you have guns that are actually out in the street that wouldn't have been out there and the people wouldn't even know what the fuck these homes were be it you publicly put this information out there crazy all right next guest the race article a local woman was arraigned tonight on charges she had sex with a teenage boy and police are concerned there could be more victims ralph ianati is live at the allegheny county jail with the exclusive story ralph well thanks very much ken uh, good evening the details are spelled out in this very disturbing and graphic police criminal complaint focusing on a married Sharpsburg woman and a 15-year-old boy. The charges are serious and they involve children. Sharpsburg police became aware of a sexual assault case involving a juvenile late last month. That's when they requested help from the Allegheny County Police. 45-year-old Susan Sundo of Sharpsburg was arrested today on multiple charges, including corruption of a minor and involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. Sundo is affiliated with the Sharpsburg Youth Recreation Center and the Aspenwald Youth Baseball Association. Sources say that's how she met the boy she's alleged to have had inappropriate sexual contact with. Tonight at the Sharpsburg Municipal Building, Borough Council acted quickly, taking action against Sundo. Well, she ran the recreation center, and she no longer does. As soon as the council was told about this in executive session by the chief of police, they were filled in on the details and in abundance. I, I want to know, what do you think deviant sexual intercourse is? I was trying to figure out what that one was. In, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. Wow. Hmm. Caution. Recognizing that these are charges, nothing's been proven yet, but the, the uh, borough council took immediate action at the public meeting then to remove her. Sunda, who is married and the mother of two, is accused of repeatedly having sex with a 15-year-old boy over the last six months. Investigators said the incidents occurred during the boys' sleepovers at Sundo's Sharpsburg home and in the back seat of her SUV in a parking lot in Aspenwald. For Sharpsburg Shit. officials... Back seat of my Jeep. I'm swing an episode. And this, is, of- and this is why... Uh, 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 I'm glad I don't have kids because I'm, I'm really old school when it comes to that. No, you ain't going over there, and no, they ain't coming over here. Fuck yeah. that. I'm old school when it comes to that, too. Uh, you know, someone gives you a ride in the Jeep, the least you can do is give them a hand job. So, you know. <laughs> well, what's funny to me, though, is like, um, like I looked up deviant, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. It's a person who commits a felony of the first degree with the person engages in deviant sexual intercourse with the complainant. I mean, with a complainant. 
one by forcible compulsion two by threat of forcible compulsion that would prevent resistance by a person of reasonable resolution three who is unconscious or where the person knows that the complainant complainant is unaware that sexual intercourse is occurring four where the person has substantially impaired the complainant's power or to appraise or control his or her conduct by administering and employing without knowledge of complaint complainant drugs intoxicants or other means uh, for the purpose of preventing resistance who suffers from a mental disability which renders him or her incapable of consent uh six is deleted by amendment okay seven who is less than 16 years of age there you go and the person oh, okay. so you can't comply if you're of a certain age so and they have to be 16 oh yeah. that's just period okay. right so there she was fucking 15 year olds i was like well that's you know yeah, that, that doesn't count they're a kid the arrest brought a sense of numbness and shock uh, surprised and if it's true disappointed yes now, tonight, investigators are continuing their uh, inquiry into this uh, situation, exploring every angle, including the possibility there may be more juveniles involved. We're live tonight downtown. I'm Ralph Fianati, KDKA-TV News. Crazy, man. So, guess the race. Uh, Miss uh, Sundo. Miss, uh, what was her first name? Susan Sundo, 45 years old. Uh, Desperate House Cheddar. Uh, chalky. That's a break you can a break you buy chink. <laughs> you break you buy is what you meant to say there. Uh, Blanche Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a friend indeed. Cut their cuts their coke with parmesan, milk, and magnesia. One who has a Blu-ray of any of Woody Allen's movies. Sun-dried tomato, basil, cheese, cheesy eater, chinky noodle nigger. I don't know what that means. Me either. I guess that's uh. Uh, Asian Milky White, one who had who was not lactose intolerant. The correct answer is a white woman, forty-five year old white woman, slanging it. Derek, think she had that um, think she had that labiaplasty, so she was smooth as eggs. Oh yeah, real smooth. She was rejuvenating that vagina. Yeah, she bounced right off them smooth balls. (laughs) All right, next article. Taking justice into their own hands, police say three men now admit to killing and dismembering a suspected drug dealer. Yeah, and they say all to make our streets safer. Jackie Congedo spent the night tonight learning much more about these men. She joins us live at the Boone County Jail tonight. Jackie? Yeah, Mike and Cherie, the hard work for detectives was just beginning earlier today as these three were booked in here to the Boone County Jail. They had together evidence that they say these three worked very hard to hide. It's not something we see all the time. Reed Tyler was surprised to see detectives take interest in his neighbor's trunk this afternoon. It's kind of curious to see this many police people out here. But curiosity quickly became disgust when he heard what police were looking for. All we found so far is a torso and a couple leg pieces. I hate oh, to be shit. Graphic, but that's exactly what it is. They say 21-year-old Jeffrey Allen, who lived here, and his two friends, 22-year-old Stephen Harkness and 23-year-old Anthony Baumgartner, led them to this Verona field last night. Investigators say the trio confessed to luring a suspected heroin dealer under the guise of a drug deal with the intention of beating him up. But detectives say they took the plan too far. At least part of the reason for the dismemberment was... uh, for identity's sake. So we'd, we'd have a difficult time identifying him. 
It's what authorities spent most of today doing in this Rumpke landfill, searching for missing body parts that were reportedly pitched in this Florence Super 8 dumpster. No rhyme or reason. But tonight we're learning more about these three. Police say Allen was a Marine who was dishonorably discharged. While none have lengthy rap sheets, authorities say this crime against a suspected drug dealer was committed with a mission in mind. They decided that they, they, uh, this guy was an evil and uh, they were going to take care of him. I did speak with the coroner late tonight, and he said that he's fairly confident he knows who the, uh, this victim is based on tattoos and clothing, but he's still not ready at this point to make a positive identification. Meanwhile, these three men booked in here at the Boone County Jail without bond. Their next court appearance is on Thursday. Reporting live in... All right, guys. Guess the race of the three vigilantes uh, who killed this heroin uh, seller. Uh... I've been to this area of Kentucky. You got to watch your ass if it's not a hood wearing cheddar. Tortuga from Breaking Bad. Cartel will have your ass missing back in perpetual state of moistness, Mexican. PTSD ex-military Dexter White. Eggshell White. Cyberstalking White Devils. Dexter's Disciple Serial Killer White. Color of Cum. Speedy Gonzalez used to have gold ah. hair and were known as Baby Lords Black. <laughs> One who squints at eyes is caring at caring for holding open freezer doors, cheese consuming, milk wasting, <laughs> looking for meth, Ford pickup, driving honkies. Overzealous fan of kick ass white. Christina Aguilera, white and Mexican. The correct answer is white. Three white dudes. They wanted to be sure he dead. Chopped his body up. What they gonna do? Dissolve it in acid? They was like, nobody ever gonna find you again. That's crazy, man. Like, and I like that they were like, well, the plan was to beat him up and it didn't turn out like that we went a little off book you know <laughs> a little bit things happen all right another guest to race minnesota supreme court last week barred attorney thomas p lowe from practicing law for at least the next 15 months after it was revealed he was billing a client for sex oh on his books lawyers man oh oh did he have a, a piece on his spread his uh spreadsheet with like sex yeah you know, thousand dollars. Be, 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 be sure we be, like what, be sure we can. Um, what do you allocate your sex at? I don't know. What what, what is the tax rate for that? Yeah, Nobody is it your is it your same hourly rate? And also, doesn't that make you a prostitute? And isn't that illegal? I don't know. I don't know. But hmm. but if, but if you could charge, I I would make some money off of that. Low who runs a private practice. Why you not billing me, nigga? I ain't paying. Low who <laughs> runs a private practice in Burnsville was approached in August 2011 by an acquaintance who asked him to represent her in a divorce. Their attorney-client relationship soon evolved into a sexual one, so he's helping her get divorced, and eventually they start fucking. But as the Office of Lawyers Professional Responsibility her last summer, Lowe maintained his professionalism throughout the affair, going so far as to bill the woman for the time they spent having sex. But you see, baby, let me, let me justify this. That sex could be counted as income because no money's exchanging hands. And so hopefully we can get like a tax break on it. You know, I'm trying to help us out, son. I'm trying to help us stop, out. Stop worrying about yourself. Let's get back to this article because it's funny. Um, stop trying to charge me for sex. The attorney. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they were fucking. And then I want to know, like, cause, cause especially a man doing this to a woman, at what point do you decide I'm sending her the bill and does she pay that? Like, I'm, like men, I think are more because of how society has yes. identified gender roles. Men are more prepared for this idea. I mean, they, I think you'd still be offended, 
but you're more prepared for this idea of like sex supposed to cost you something you got to take her to dinner or something yes whereas if you did this to a woman, woman like women don't even like picking up the check sometimes true like i don't know it seemed like that was a like he of course he ended up in court in March of last year, Lowe, a married man, terminated both their legal and extra-legal relationships within the span of two days. So he cut her off pretty professionally. The woman, <laughs> right, she wouldn't be scorned. The woman, already vulnerable due to past abuse, attempted to commit suicide and was hospitalized. Oh. Smooth move, uh, buddy. X-lax. It was then that she revealed the nature of her meetings with Lowe. After denying the allegations for several months, court records show Lowe eventually came clean. Lowe has previ- was previously on probation for purchasing cocaine from a client. Oh, shit. And he's still... <laughs> How does this motherfucker have a job? That's my point. He can reapply for his law license in 15 months. So Why? a little bit over a year of good behavior, he can just get the license back. They guess they guess the race. They don't believe in revoking shit. I guess not, man. Guess the race of Mr. Lowe. Uh, good grief. That, 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 wow. Yeah, I tried to buy some cocaine, but that was different. That's before I started fucking my clients and I charged them. We'll practice five-second rule on drop nacho cheese. One who enjoys the feeling of show between their toes. Of show? Snow between their toes. Gotta be what he mean. I will not do this one because I know the people. Oh, you know them? Oh. Holy that's right. fuck. That's right, because uh, be cold from that area. Yeah, but uh, shit. Uh, there's so many. Wow. A pink baloney dick, okay. Creepy white, 100% Marion Barry and Bubbles for the wire high yellow nigga. Cheddarific, Rich Toll House. This guy <laughs> can get his law license back. He white. <laughs> Believer in Brett Favre having one more season, correct answer is white. Yes. Wow. Wow. Like, I, I can't. That's just genuinely unbelievable. Yes. Speaking of unbelievable, let's talk about sword ratchetness. It's time for it, sir. A Dayton mother was arrested early Thursday morning after she allegedly threatened to kill her daughter while wielding a three-foot samurai sword. Shit, probably longer than her child. Marie Tingle, 39, guess the race, is being held in Montgomery County Jail pending charges of endangering children and domestic violence. According to a Dayton police report, police were first called to Tingle's Niagara Avenue home around midnight because she was reportedly having trouble disciplining her teenage daughter. Police determined no crime had been committed. So she's 39, her daughter's a teenager. No crime had been wow, committed. And she left had her really early then, didn't she? Um, I don't know. It depends on what age the teenager is. That's true. Um, like, she could have had her at 26, technically. True. Um, and left after giving Tingle some advice on discipline and some info on the family counseling. But according to the report, police were back at the house in a short time later because the daughter called and said the mother was waving a sword at her. The girl told police, well, I hope that wasn't the advice they gave because it was like, well, that's what we said. <laughs> that's what we told her to do. The girl told police that just after they left the home, Tingle told, told her the cops said she could beat her daughter as discipline. When the fa- girl argued that the police didn't say that, her mother became enraged, grabbed the sword and pointed at the teen's face, threatening to kill her. I also like this idea that the police said I could beat you. It's like, no, they didn't. Like, like, of course they're not gonna tell you to beat your children. Even if they did say it, it's not like that's a ruling. Like they let, then they left. So what are you gonna do? You know, Tingo admitted to police that she picked up the sword and waved it around, but denied sticking it in her daughter's face. The girl was not injured. Guess the race of Mary Tingle or Marie Tingle, Marie Tingle, 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 Tingle. I'll check chat room. She mad because her daughter stole her EBT card. Black. 
Oh Lord. Uh the Pope White. The Pope White. That's pretty white. It's pretty white, sir. She didn't get arrested, White. Uma Thurman killed Bill White. Tingalingaling, black. Highlander drunkish uh, drunk Irish white. Trailer Park White, black woman would need permission to beat her. Lurker on 4chan, Japanophile white. One who knows the exact number of their black friends, white lady. Um, all right, well, uh, Wizite and black. The correct answer is black. Mm-hmm. And her face looks so crazy. Yes. Like, just the picture of her face is like, oh, my God. Like, I see like so much went wrong in this situation uh you know it looks like one of her eyes is looking at me and one is looking at the future where i will be um (laughs) um the charges were dropped against this other dude that was a pastor that stabbed their roommate in the genitals with a sword remember we talked about that on the show a while ago. Well, the charges are dropped. I'm not covering that shit because I hate to see these sort wow. welders get off and walk the streets free like like it's all good to have one. Um, a man in China hired virtual assassins to hunt down his son in the online video games and kill off his avatar. Oh. <laughs> it's like, kill my son. His name is Black Guy Tips on, on Xbox. <laughs> I fucking hate him. The man named by Kotaku East blog as Mr. Fing was concerned about the amount of time his 23-year-old unemployed son was spending online. So instead of being a parent and taking his shit like a real man would. Like kicking him out or telling him to grow up. Yeah, know. a real parent would probably just say, give me a shit. He decided, fuck that. He hoped his actions would deter <laughs> his son from playing games. He is reported to have said his son eventually asked one of the gamers why they kept targeting him. It's not going to do much for family relations. Uh, Professor Mark Griffiths, a gambling and addiction expert at Nottingham Trent University, told the BBC. I've never heard of that kind of intervention before, but I don't think these top-down approaches work. Most excessive game playing is usually a symptom of an underlying problem. So what, every so every time he got online, he got killed? Yeah, like whenever he go play Call of Duty, so, like people would just show up to play with him and just kill him over and over. So that he wouldn't be have fun, and then I guess the plan was for him to quit. That ain't gonna work. Yeah, so I just thought that was a funny story. How much did he play these assassins? Because I hope Call of Duty is his only game. Yeah, he put a hit out on his son, but only on the internet. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) All right, virtual hit. Couple more guests to race, and then we'll 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 wrap this show up. It's, It's about time for football. Um, a man tried to rob a convenience store and called his mom for a getaway ride home. Nigga, you serious? <laughs> How you gonna rob somebody and not have a getaway plan? You you can't use the public transportation. You can't run. You ain't got no bike. You ain't got no scooter. He did have a plan. His mom come pick him up. Uh, it couldn't happen with my parents. My parents are always late picking me up places. You <laughs> sitting outside at the end at the band camp is over, just sitting on the curb hoping someone come get you. Yes, yeah, what I used to tell I tell my family members the wrong time, so I would get the shit early, so they pick me up early. Uh, all grown up and ready to rob a store, but apparently this dude still can't quite cut the apron strings. Deputy say Zachariah Dalton Howard walked to a thumbs up convenience store in Niceville wearing a long black coat, hoodie, and blue jeans, according to a new release news release in Okaloosa. Oh, Okal, that's Florida. What's Okaloosa? That's a place in Florida. Oh. Okaloosa County. Oh, that's not good. Oh, Florida. 
Although Howard allegedly told the clerk he had a firearm, he left empty-handed after the clerk showed him an empty cash register drawer. This nigga tried to rob, didn't even get nothing. Howard then left the convenience store and went to a Winn-Dixie where he called his mama for a home, ride home. 22-year-old man reportedly told Lawman that he went to the store. He didn't originally intend to try to rob it, but came up with the idea while walking there. That's a, really a half-assed plan. Um, so I guess maybe his mom can come pick him up from jail because he's in jail now. Uh, guess the race, chat room. Oh, now that I have a question. So he robbed one store. They ain't had nothing. So he walked to him with Dixon and tried to rob that one too? No, he just asked, called his mom for a ride. Man, could you imagine your mama come pick you up? Y'all going down the street and all of a sudden she fucking getting pulled over right. for that bullshit. Thank God that, she didn't get there in time. Yeah, thank God she didn't get there on time because I'm trying to tell you right now, we all going to go to jail because they're going to be like, uh, son does some stupid shit. Mama stabbed son in the front <laughs> seat because she, she, she getting arrested too. Black, my blackness won't allow me to answer this one. <laughs> so, which means black. Chill on Twitter, black. One who has a pet pig and never thought about eating it, white. One who listens to hip hop, takes notes, and thinks about, thinks it's easy to rob, white. Rice cake, white. One who was shot by Django. One who calls his mother by her first name while telling her to shut up. She, she put all the bill in his names, black. Asphalt, cocoa, current, black. Uh, the correct answer is white. It was a white dude, y'all. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't prepare it? Y'all, racism was all off right then. Um, police. A woman posed as a twin when served with a warrant. Oh. Police said an Iowa City woman hit a teacher with a car and pretended to be her twin sister <gasps> a few weeks later when police served a warrant for the incident. What an asshole. According to Iowa City Police criminal complaints, November 26, 35-year-old Aisha Shanti Watson, dressed the race, drove her car into a semicircular uh, drive at Lucas Elementary School. The lane is for buses only, so a teacher tried to alert Watson. Police said Watson didn't stop and instead hit the teacher's left arm with her car mirror. The <gasps> teacher required treatment later in the day. A second teacher approached Watson and attempted to speak with her through her closed car window, but Watson dropped her daughter off at school at school without leaving any information. They couldn't find out from the child she dropped off. <laughs> why, why do you still drop your kid off? You yes. just hit someone. She was like, damn it, now I got to drop my baby off because you sure ain't going with me. I know I committed a crime. An officer was a, like, honestly, if my mom hit someone and I'm in the car and that's my school, that's the last day I ever go to that school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting unenrolled every time. Yeah. My mom's just going to be like, well, you don't go there no more, baby. <laughs> An officer was able to contact Watson on the phone. Watson allegedly told police that she was dropping off her daughter and that she knew she hit the teacher with the car mirror. Uh, Watson told police the teacher intentionally hit her mirror with her hand. Police said Watson refused to meet with the officer to provide a statement or insurance information. Monday night, police attempted to serve an arrest warrant on Watson. Police said Watson was observed inside her home when officers arrived, but hid in the back of the residence when police came to the door. (gasps) Police said Watson eventually came to speak with them and claimed she was Nicole, Nicole Watson. Uh, And it's Nicole the regular way. Her middle name is Nicole with an H in it. Oh, Nicole, Nicole Washington. Maybe it's Nicole Nicole. Maybe. I don't know that. <laughs> son of a bitch. Should we even do guest race? And that he was, she was visiting her twin from Illinois. 
Police left the residence but came back after obtaining additional information and arrested Watson. Police said Watson refused to listen to officers' commands and physically resisted arrest. Watson admitted to using her sister's name because she had an outstanding warrant. So she didn't want to, you know, let's give her sister an outstanding warrant. Watson faces charges of leaving the scene of an injury accident, a serious misdemeanor, interference with official acts, a simple misdemeanor, and providing false information, a simple misdemeanor. She remains in the Johnson County Jail on $3,000 cash bond. Guess the race of Mrs. Watson. Uh, one who practiced niggardry, one of Shuddy Lowe's baby mamas, the fighter baby mama probably, a lord, uh, oh lord, I got bronchitis, ain't nobody got time for that sweet brown black. One who swings, ah! one who sings like a random dude beatboxes in McDonald's commercial, while a random dude, okay, got it. Mary Kate and Ashley in reverse and drive, drive in reverse and drive off again black. One who owns a DVD box collection of Jerry Springer watermelon eating spear chuck and porch. Wow. Yeah, they didn't even say monkey. A DMV worker, <laughs> Popeye's chicken commercial, Coon, Inkwell Black. It's an underrated movie. Sexual Chocolate, Randy Watson's sister, uh, Porch Monkey Black, and Coon Rilla. Correct answer is Black. They were both Black, but, you know, only one of them did a crime. Um, did you imagine they coming up talking about you under arrest? You're like, what the fuck did I do? Last, last one, and then we got to get out of here. So I hope you... This one's worth double the points. So if you've been missing all of the other ones, this is how you get back in the grace. Yep. It's back between two neighboring Algiers families over a cell phone spurred on spurred one of the neighbors to get set a fire outside of the other's apartment, according to the NOPD arrest report. Police book Kim Henry in the Orleans Parish Jail on four counts of aggravated arson. According to the report, Henry 33 was feuding with her neighbor. Uh, December 30th, about 3.50 p.m., because she accused the neighbor's son of taking her daughter's cell phone. The neighbor told police that Henry banged on his door and yelled, Bitch, come outside. <laughs> the reporter says, The neighbor seeing it, it was Henry through the peephole ignored her and went down to watch a football game on TV. I know it's so. <laughs> Moments later, the neighbor said, his living room filled with smoke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was going to set his ass on fire. Um, which was coming from beneath his front door. The woman, ru- the man rushed to the door and opened it, filling his apartment with smoke, he told police. He saw a pair of his son's sneakers ablaze next to his door. The neighbor doused the sneakers with water and called the New Orleans Fire Department to help with the smoke. Wayne Regis, an NOFD arson investigator, determined the fire was intentionally set and the smoke could have potentially killed the neighbor and his family. The neighbor's girlfriend and two children were inside the, na- the apartment at the time of the fire. Guess the race of Kim Henry, 33 years old, who set the fire uh, to start all this. Burning jays and shit. Some old Lisa Left Eye Lopez shit. Burning shoes. One who broke up with his ex, but he's okay. She will always be his sister, White. Mm. Aww. That's cold-blooded. Calvin Candy, cold blooded. Um, let's see if I see any. Oh, that's the only guest stories. Oh, black one who eats dogs and cats and is uh, is able to be blindfolded by a thread. Ooh, that's Asian. Black woman. It was down the street from my cousins. Raccoon. <laughs> crazy pussy antagonist in Lifetime movies. White. Correct answer is a oh, Creole crazy. That's not a race. Oh no, baby, BB Treme Black. 
left eye and a post tornado trailer park transient gene gray the rapper black correct answer is black it was a black woman y'all crazy anyway <laughs> is it another uh episode of the blackout tips podcast uh don't forget turn your assignments in by the end of black history month if you're black <laughs> and you have not written a lot of, of uh, something about Django or released a podcast about it or uh blogged about it or something uh I, you, you're gonna lose your black card you're gonna get it i'm not uh, no exceptions i'm gonna be asking people all year long if they've done it and don't let me find out y'all motherfuckers aren't doing your assignment please take care of this now don't procrastinate and try to wait till february 27th to try to do this this is not a leap year you don't have an extra day to get it done don't lose your blackness in february okay you're gonna miss it during the cookouts when it's time for ribs and shit you're gonna want to be black then and then you're gonna be like oh fuck i lost my black card way back then so turn that shit in um the blackouttips.com the about section that's all the contact info uh listen to us on stitcher itunes podomatic leave us a five-star review on itunes we'll read it on the show leave us voicemails throughout the week talk to us live saturday mornings uh thanks everybody for coming out uh we appreciate it uh thanks for being fans we appreciate that shit too uh we'll see you guys during the game on twitter where we'll be talking some shit i'm sure of it um until next time i love you you too baby Sitting here in this white padded room Imagining I'm a meteor flying out through the distant space How this tiny speckle Earth destroy tomorrow So capable of so many things Why make life taking place? But I believe That when you lose your the sunlight It could be your guide No more political dreams Not another excuse Don't need another love song We need a love bomb To just blow us away
take the machine apart, yeah What I'm simply trying to do Is have the reason to take a pause I've been on every avenue But everybody's building's gone Just blows away yeah.